the stroke of midnight. On New Year's Eve of the last decade of the 20th century, America's largest city is about to pay for the nastiness of its inhabitants. When that day comes, when the slime starts to rise, the Titanic just arrived. When ghosts start arriving by the boatload, we gotta find the guys. There's only one thing to do. Sometimes weird things happen. Someone has to deal with it. And who are you gonna call? Right, suck in the cuts, guys. We're the Ghostbusters. The superstars of the supernatural are back to nuke the spooks. Two in the box, ready to go. We be fast and they be slow. Make some time. Don't put any of those old cheap moves on me. No, no, no. It's different. I have all new cheap moves. Raise your spirits. If we don't do something by midnight, you will be remembered in history as the man who let New York get sucked down into the tenth level of hell. And kick some slime. It looks like a giant Jello mold. I hate Jello. Oh come on, there's always room for Jello. Happy New Year. Hose Ghostbusters too. You're short. Your belly button sticks out too far, and you're a terrible burden on your poor mother. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Sigourney Weaver, Harold Ramis, Rick Moranis, and Ernie Hudson in an Ivan Reitman film. Ghostbusters 2. We're the best, we're the beautiful, we're the only Ghostbusters. We're back! Who you gonna call? You know there what? There is that's, a baby. That's Don't really say good. maybe. There is a Vigo. I touch your ego with my dick <laughs> on your slick. Look at his light bulb eyes. Man, you you are really good, actually. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've, uh, people have told me I'm like the next Eminem <laughs> if he was just the fucking worst at it ever. Or best. Busted makes me feel good. Oh, shit. Like a hard Bob Ross. Bingo. What? Oh, must be podcast hey, time. Hey, podcast time. Saying things out of context. Hello, uh, everybody. Hello. It's me, Alex Carter. It's me, Tom McGrain. Together, we join forces to create the podcast you are now listening to, known as... Let's Ruin, ruin our, our Childhood. childhood. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. Back for another edition. Yes, indeed. We of do. the award-winning podcast, hailed by critics around the world. It is the the premier old guys going back and watching old movies podcast, oh, I think, on Earth. I uh, was talking to my sisters. I went... I went and saw my niece, and I know you're older than I am, Alex. So this, sure. I apologize for the story in advance. <laughs> but, 
But uh, we were talking, and my sister was talking about my hair, and she was like, is it getting thinner? I was like, no, it's just long and soft because I took a shower. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, whatever. And I regaled her with the story of uh, this. I, we have mustaches. I have a mustache. You have a mustache. I do. And uh, the other day I was cleaning beer lines at a country club. And this girl was like, I didn't even recognize you. She's like, that that mustache really ages you. And I was like, okay. (laughs) She just kept going on and on about how much older my mustache makes me look. Huh. Yeah, I'm sure I would look younger. I'd just probably look weird without mine at this point. And then I was like, how old do you think I am? Well, guess what she said. I don't know, 31. And I was like, huh. And then she goes, how old are you? I was like, oh, I don't want to answer this now. <laughs> I was like, uh, 37? That's fucking old, bro. Eh. You're older than me. It's I get good. it. My sisters were freaking out yesterday because they're like, Jesus Christ, we have a our, our little brother by a long distance is 37 years old. Yeah, that's got to be weird. <laughs> yeah. Life's yep. weird, guys. We're all getting older, mm-hmm. huh? Crazy. Speaking of, we watched... This movie was a staple of my childhood. Yep. I've, I've ima- I would imagine anyone that listen is, listens to this podcast, this is high up high up on the list of oh, fav- favorite movies from your childhood. Ghostbusters number two. Yeah. You didn't realize it was bad then. Then you did. And then you watch it now and you're like, was it bad? I don't know. It's not as good as the first one. I remember watch, watching this in the Story City Theater. Shout out to Story City Theater. And I remember, I remember, like, I'm trying to remember how I really, I think I really like, I really did like it, but I don't think I liked it as much as the first one. At the time, I was so excited about it that it didn't, it could have been the biggest piece of shit that ever was released. Yeah. And the fact that it was Ghostbusters 2 with the same cast. Oh, didn't yeah. matter. I I loved it. It was also the same day. I saw this with my sister. I don't remember which theater in Des Moines, but I'm pretty sure it was the same day I punched her boyfriend in the face. <laughs> because he put his uh we had a screen screened in porch. Uh-huh. And he put his face up against the screen. And he was like, hit me, hit me, like tried to be funny. Uh-huh. So guess what I did? <laughs> <laughs> I punched him right in the face. How old were you? <laughs> um, this came out in 89, so I would have been uh, probably seven or eight. Nice. Probably seven, because I imagine this was like a summer movie. Yes, it was. And uh, yeah, I punched him in the face, and then he started like trying to beat me up. And my sister got real pissed. I may have facilitated a breakup there, in fact. Think so? Yeah, quite possibly. Because he went fucking crazy. (laughs) 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 A little kid hauled off and punched me in the face when I was not expecting it to. I mean, I'm older now. Yeah, but not expecting it. If you put your face up against the screen and ask the kid to punch you in the face. He really didn't think you were going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, no, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I really did, like as hard as I could. Why? Were you mad? No, he just asked, and I was like, oh. 
you're a kid, so you're like, uh, will do. <laughs> yes. Sounds fun. And it was. <laughs> and I punched him right in the fucking face. Through a screen. There was some cushion there. Not really, though. Of mesh. <laughs> yeah. Seven-year-olds throwing haymakers. Yep. Into the relationship. So they, so then the relationship ended, and then you went and saw I Ghostbusters 2? I imagine there too? was some on and off. Yeah, we went and saw Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> the boyfriend didn't come? He did not. <laughs> that guy probably hates Ghostbusters 2 now. It's like, yeah, that's when this kid punched me in the face, and my girlfriend broke up with me, and then I went and saw the stupid movie. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Good times. And I remember, uh, yeah, I could have loved nothing more than Ghostbusters 2. And I, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. This was a, a r- real classic. Yes. Classic film here. It's a real classic uh, old-fashioned sequel also where the sequel is like, well, remember all that stuff that worked in the first one? Yeah. Let's just... Amp it up, let's, baby. Uh, We're not going to change anything fresh, about it, really. Yeah. Put a couple coats of paint on this thing <laughs> yes. and rerun. I, I I feel like that's what I I feel like I was disappointed in the end of this movie when I was a kid when I saw it. I'm like, really? We're doing this is how we're going to end this thing. The giant thing in New York. Yeah. This time it's nice, Alex. <laughs> it's right. They're controlling it with a Nintendo joystick. Yes. Which, man, when I was a kid, I thought that was super cool also. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have one of those. I thought the scene of them spraying the Statue of Liberty was, it's only like 30 seconds. I thought there was a whole other montage there. Oh, really? It didn't last that long. Mm-mm. Should we uh, get into it? Let's get into it. Let's dive right in. All right. Ghostbusters 2, directed by Ivan Reitman. Uh, his son is getting ready to make a third one, finally. three, which is going to be a direct sequel to these f- original two movies. I'm excited about that. Dude, Jason Reitman also directs, like, real serious award-winning yeah, fare. He's a legit director. Yeah. Yeah. When they announced that, I was like, ah, I don't know about that. But then... uh Seeing that his son is making it, and after watching this, I'm like, oh, I'm very excited. And you have to wonder, I wonder, and hope, and I had read articles about this when they were talking about Ghostbusters 3 years ago, if they will involve Oscar from Ghostbusters 2 Uh and have a famous, a relatively famous actor play Oscar. I think that would be... Hey, I can tell you who won't be playing Oscar. Who's that? A little kid that played Oscar in this movie. Oh, really? Didn't uh, age so well? Well, uh, he uh, went ahead and uh, killed himself a couple years ago. Oh. At age 27. So. Bustin' didn't make him feel that good. <laughs> that uh, sucks. There's twin boys, and one of them killed himself a couple years ago. Oof. Yeah. Some sad trivia. That is some sad trivia. So keep that in mind while you watch this movie. Hey, the little kid kills himself. Only only <laughs> half the time. Because <laughs> back in the day, they followed the rules and actually always used twins. That's true. Well, they don't anymore? 
I think anymore they'll they're like fuck it. They'll like cut down shooting schedules if they think a kid is cute enough. Because think about all those Disney Channel shows. One of them they made about twins. One of my niece was obsessed with of Zach and Cody make a porno or whatever that show is called. Yeah, that's what it was called. It was called Zach and Cody make a porno. The classic uh, Disney Channel yeah. children's show. But you know who I'm talking about. Yes, it was uh, the, the twins Sweet Life from, with Zach and Cody. Ah, uh, the twins from that the fucking Life Adam Sandler Zach. movie. Yeah. Which they where he and, wasn't, yeah, and one of them is on uh, Riverdale now. The one that didn't kill himself. <laughs> uh, obviously, never mind. Ghostbusters two. Ghostbusters two. Got a little hot trivia in there, real quick. In the beginning. All right, I took notes. I may have overdone movie it. Movie starts out. The movie uh, says five years later, cold opening. Five years later, yes. boom. Five years later, uh, Dana has been buying groceries. She's got a baby. She's pushing a stroller through the street, like a 1930s baby, an old buggy like a stroller. baby buggy. Yeah. yeah, like rubber baby buggy bumpers. I'm not even gonna try that. Yeah. Rubber burger herder. Rubber burger buggy burgers. <laughs> Rubber baby burger burger bears. Uh, yeah, and she rolls over some pink slime coming up through some cracks in the sidewalk and continues walking. Uh, and she stops and talks to her presumably landlord yep, or maintenance guy, whatever. P.S. Everyone's being mean in the streets to each other. Yes. They go out of their way to show you people being rude to each other and yelling. Because it's New York. But also... Go. also Oh, P.S. P.S. Indeed, there's pink slime. Anyways, we'll get to that. Pink slime. P.S. Uh, yeah, pink slime comes up from the streets, uh, and she rolls over it, and she stops and talks to her landlord, and the stroller, the the rubber baby buggy bumpers, rolls forward a little bit on its own, and you're like, oh. And she looks seemingly to have noticed, but not really because it didn't still, move that yeah, far. She kind of looks, she's still talking to the dude. The Goes back man. to talking to her landlord. He's like, hey, I hate to do this, but uh, I'm going to- Oh, s- hey. Hey, Gabagool. <laughs> Moron. Oh, I'm going to carry these groceries. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you're going to have to start paying me for carrying these groceries. She hands him. He takes two of the bags. And while she isn't looking, oh shit, that stroller motherfucking takes off. Takes off. It sure does. And it is rolling it. on its own. All over the goddamn place. Steering, seemingly being kind of careful about the baby. Yes. Taking How did Vigo already know about this baby? Yeah. Did what are he? the chances if you live in New York City and you become targeted by a spirit? Again. That, that destroys a city. What are the chances of that happening at all, let alone two times Two times in the five-year time And that's span. the thing. We say that because at this point, she wasn't targeted, I don't think. It was just a coincidence like the first time. She ran over that slime because right. she doesn't even uh, – we don't know that Vigo knows about this baby till later when Janos talks to him about it. Well, then who's – Who's pushing the baby buggy here? 
the go the goo. No, the goo has a mind of its own. Gabagoo. Hey, <laughs> Gabagoo. <laughs> okay, I'm. Uh, I guess I never. Yeah, I guess I never really put a uh, a person behind making the cart move. Yeah, I guess it, that's right. It rolled through the pink ooze. Yeah, it rolls the through the gabagoo. ooze and then starts going on its own and is like kind of sneering, seemingly protecting the baby. Um, but Vigo hasn't gone after this baby yet. Okay. Or because I don't think that's what's ha- I think as of right now it's purely coincidence, and this is what gets her involved. Is it coincidence? Probably not. She's working at the museum where his painting is, but at this point, we're ruining movies. Vigo doesn't know she has a baby until later, right? Yes. So the stroller rolls on its own, rolls on its own, finally stops. She gets her baby out. She's chasing it. She's like, oh, my God, my baby, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she she gets it out. It's a whole thing. It is. Stops a bus, all kinds of shit. Um, we see Ecto-1 rolling down the street. And it is in need of maintenance because there's just smoke churning yeah. out of the back end of that bad boy. Yep. Uh, and they pull up to a house. Ray and Winston show up, knock on the door. Ray and Winston were in Ecto One, obviously, and they uh, Dan Aykroyd and a black guy. Yep, Ernie Hudson, Alex. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> they might as well. Seriously, in the Ghostbusters franchise, they should call Winston the black guy. I know, so, I know. It's shameful. I'm glad there's at least one. Black Ghostbuster, you know. It is good that they did that, but then when you look at it, when you look at it now, it's you're like, like, come on, yeah. Like, why did? Because he's like some of like the scientific parts. He's there sometimes just to add, like, I don't get it. <laughs> you're like, and <laughs> That's you're like, true. they are kind of racist because it's the three super smart scientist guys, yes. and then they take <laughs> uh, you know applications for the fourth guy, and they're yeah. like, oh. Okay, this is going to take me back to some stuff from Ghostbusters One. That's fine. We have that's fine. We rarely do sequels. This is our second sequel in a row. I know. I know. Because um, Ghostbusters, I'm not going to ruin it. I mean, we could, but nah. I love it so yeah, much that it, I. Right. It's not even fair. We'd only do that movie if we were bored. It's in something. my top five ever of all time. Yeah. So, um, in the original Ghostbusters, and I, this will come up again for me, but. Uh, they have been on the cover of Time magazine. Yeah. And Winston Save walks the in. Day. <laughs> Saving the day. <laughs> Saving the day. Man, they love having songs that explain what's happening in this movie. Oh, yeah. In, they in the, do. both these movies. Oh, yes. Uh, this one is so blatantly stupid, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but um, so Winston shows up with his application, and he's like, if there's 20 grand a year in it, I'll believe anything you want. Yeah, that's right. But except for that part happens after the montage where they were on the cover of Time fucking magazine. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, oh, you only got one applicant yeah, to be a yeah, Ghostbuster? Yeah, I feel like they'd be breaking the door down. Like the you know scientists <laughs> yes. and people from all around the world, the best people. Yes. Oh, just a, just just a, just a black, just a aw shucks, just black a working guy. stiff. Yeah, you yeah. know, he just needs the he just needs a job. Yep, that's a big Twinkie. 
Oh, oh man, I just realized the racism <laughs> the racism of Ghostbusters. Well, it's kind of progressive for the time, I know, maybe. It, I, it's not I, I mean, know. it's a product of its time, like all these things we watch, it I'm is. not judging. It's yes. just it's just funny when you look back at it now. Yeah. That shit. Well they I mean and they remade well they didn't they rebooted Ghostbusters with the all ladies one. They still made Leslie Jones the one that isn't a scientist. I yep. was like, really? I wasn't down with it at first, and after I saw it, I was like, that fucking, uh, that, uh, what's the name of the band? Half Dead Revolver? Well, who am I thinking of? Huh? They did, they did, they rebooted the Ghostbusters song, and it was so bad. Oh, I, I don't couldn't even, re- oh, Pete I, I don't even remember that. Pete Wentz. My Chemical Romance? No, god damn it. People are screaming at, at their speakers oh. right now. Uh, not My Chemical Romance. An emo-ish, an emo-punk Type in Pete Wentz and it'll tell you what band he's in. Wentz with a Z. Saving the day. <laughs> saving the day. Googling <laughs> Pete Wentz and saving the day. Looking at your phone. Saving the day. Fallout Boy? Thank you very much. Yes, Fallout Boy. And now that I read that, I. I I think my brain just blocked that. I think I heard that, that once. That song was, was so like, fucking no, bad. I was like, no. I'm about to walk out of the theater right now because <laughs> this fucking sucks. Anyway, Ray and Winston pull up to a house. And they're like, oh, how big are they? And you're like, are they about to bust some ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> a little misdirection. And I hadn't seen this <laughs> in so long that I forgot that they weren't. This is a part. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, I, I. I. But then once the yeah. part began, I was like, oh, yes, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're going to perform at a children's birthday party. Keep in mind that five years prior to this, these were half of the four most famous people on earth. <laughs> this would be like uh, they're like Rudy Giuliani after 9-11 times 100. <laughs> yes, yes. Like beloved, legendary hero to all. Yes. To say the least. To say the fucking right? least. Yes. They brought, I mean, they brought, remember the end of the first movie? They bring in the whole fucking army. Yeah. But the army can't do shit. The army's just there to escort the fucking Ghostbusters. Escort the three mid-30s chubby dudes that are about to save the world from some ghosts <laughs> are there ghosts <laughs> there there is kind of sort of sort of they're like creatures we we don't know we don't know how ghosts work it's funny how you say that like if if this movie were to come out now i mean you would have you wouldn't have it'd be a bunch of ripped dudes oh yeah well like, it depends on who you could do like a Seth Rogen, Michael Sarah. Uh, that's a great point. You could absolutely do withdraw that. on your honor. Yes, Jonah Hill. In, Case name, dismissed. Name all the Apatow guys, and there'd be like one super ripped guy. It would be James Franco, the handsome one. Sustained. Yes. So you could. Okay. Also, there were talk. I came. I came to that so easily because there was talks. Of Michael Sarah possibly playing Oscar in Ghostbusters three a few years ago, uh, like rumors of it. Weird. Yeah. Paul um, Grain, movie expert. Yes. So they're at a children's birthday party where they do they play the Ghostbusters theme and start dancing, and then you're like, 
Do you guys have jobs? Okay. Like, why are you doing this? Most famous people on earth right. five years ago. <laughs> but the weird part was they come in and, and the mom's like, hey, here they are. And they play the Ghostbuster song and they start dancing. And the kids immediately loudly start booing them. Oh, yes. Boo! Oh, yeah. Hey, remember what I just said about how the legendary heroes of the city, beloved... They, they, the kids, they keep, these kids hate them. Oh, yeah. And not only that. That one kid gets in his face. And he's like, my dad says you guys are full of shit. Yeah. Or whatever. He, I don't, full of shit, full of beans. I forget what he says. But he's like, you guys are full of it. He's like, we saved the city. He's like, yeah, he's not saying and that. And he hawked he just, a loogie right in Ray's face. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're in this party for two minutes play their song and it goes who are you gonna call and every single kid in unison goes he-man he what and they're like also 89 yeah he man was like 84 baby yeah he-man would have made sense in ghostbusters 1 89 because i was like on the edge of he-man i'm on the edge standing on the edge of he-man <laughs> 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 but we both had the castle grace call hell yeah rocking the the entire play yeah. set baby because my sister who was significantly older than me was also into he-man so for, it was for like completely different reasons probably <laughs> she liked that furry bush <laughs> um so yeah they're at the party for two minutes play the song who are you gonna call he-man then they. I want to. Let's start a band called On the Edge of He Man. Standing on the edge of He Man. Standing on the edge of He. <laughs> That's our number one hit. Yeah. I'm making. This is He Man. Was standing on the edge of He Man. <laughs> Remember when the '80s bands did that? Like here's and here's Big Country with their number one hit, Big Country. Yeah. yeah. There's a few bands that try and pull that yeah. shit off. Um. <laughs> So they leave the party, and he's like, let's go get a beer with his Canadian Chicago accent. Yep. Oh, I'm going to, that's my, if I got to drop an Ackroyd in here, I, I got it locked and loaded. There you go. Nice. <laughs> uh, so they leave this party of children, the two half they get They get, boo the they get basically booed off stage yes. after 30 seconds, and then they just leave. Yeah. And they get it, they appear to get uh, about six. But this is where they drop some uh, knowledge on us and say after he's like we saved the city, and then Winston is like, well, and then we got sued by every fucking city government and blah 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 on Earth. I'm sorry, I talk like I'm doing an impression of fucking Morgan Freeman and driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> That's right, Ray. Um. <laughs> Uh, and he says ghostbusting doesn't exist. I'm sorry to tell you, Ray, ghostbusting doesn't exist because they got sued by everybody. Dana had a runaway stroller. You guys remember that? It was just moments ago. It was. So she goes to visit Egon in his lab. Egon is working for a and college Man, now. this movie made me miss Harold Ramis so much. Oh, I love that motherfucker, dude. He was my favorite. I forgot how much I love Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis gets some... Some little juicy lines, which him and Aykroyd wrote it. Yeah. So you're like, this is why Egon isn't that necessary. He was always my favorite Ghostbuster. Me too. I was going to ask Especially you the cartoon. Was. Well, Vinkman is like, <clears throat> duh. Sure, but, but. 
But for me, Egon it's, is it's like low key Egon. also Winston. I like the underdog, so I always loved Win- a little Winston. Also, a black dude with the last name Zedamore doesn't make any sense, so I'm into that also. Um, but Egon, he gets some throwaway lines in this movie that are like, fuck yes. Yeah. That are so good, you're like, oh, shit. Clearly, Harold Ramis, you did right. You knew you weren't going to have as much screen time as yeah, your bro, yeah, Bill. Yeah. And you're like, at least I got to give me some good lines in here. Because yep. Ray doesn't get nearly as good lines, neither does Winston. But no. goddamn, Harold Ramis, there's a few. We'll drop them as we go. Yeah, Dana goes to visit, Dana Sigourney Weaver goes to visit Egon at his lab at a college where they're studying the effects of people's oh, emotional yeah, that's state right. on the environment of a room. With yeah. like a, these people think they're in a room with a giant mirror. We I don't really know, but. Um, and there's a whole thing and she tells him what happened and he questions her as if he's like are you sure this happened and it's like you guys Do you were, remember five yeah, minutes ago yeah, motherfucker yes the whole there's a lot of remember that remember I miss. became a dog and ghost <laughs> yeah, ran rampant yes the world almost ended you guys saved it you got the same memory as these motherfuckers that are forgetting about you guys god damn it yes so she goes and visits him and he's like oh, oh we'll check it out uh, we'll do some research. So Egon is working in a college laboratory environment. Yes. Doing experimental shit. Yep. Um, <laughs> now cut to the opening of a TV show. It's, it's our boy Pete Vakeman hosting World of the Psychic for some New York channel. It's yeah, a local some like show. public access. Yeah. I don't think it's public access. I don't know because he's getting paid to like do PBS. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a dude, a guy. Man, I wish I could drop this actor's name. I can't. But this dude has been in movies for so long. The guy that says he thinks the world will end at the stroke of midnight, yeah. 1989, on January 1st, New Year's Eve. He's 19- like he's a character actor that's in. He's in everything. Yeah. The dad from Transformers. I've the not seen assistant. Any of those. You haven't seen any of them? Huh. There, one is okay. Bumblebee apparently is very good. And I guess this, they're, they're yeah. rebooting it off of that. Yeah, which Bumblebee, they completely, like, they made it like a not bad movie. Yeah, I wanted to see it. I just didn't get around to it. I didn't. I don't get around to seeing anything, ironically. It hasn't been a good movie in theaters in, like, weeks. We're in the dead zone right now of movies. Isn't, uh, I don't know. But yeah, so this dude's on the show, and he's like, uh, the dad from Transformers, Shia LaBeouf's dad, is like, uh, I I predict the world will end at the stroke of midnight on January 1st, 1990, whatever. Or 89. I don't remember which one he says. 89. Okay. Um, Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and then there's another gal in there that says she got taken to a Holiday Inn by an alien. Yeah. And it's all fun. It's Monica from Shameless, if you watch Shameless. Whoa. Weird. Yeah, very I know, weird. I stopped watching Shameless because it was too much for me. <laughs> I don't like people being that shameless, to be honest. Oh! Which is ironic, also, considering the things I say on this podcast. Um... <laughs> 
So on his way out of his TV show, he sees the mayor going presumably to another TV show. The mayor does not acknowledge him. It's the same mayor as Ghostbusters 1. Yeah. And we meet another character actor who's been in a million things. Millions. Of things. Also, The Sopranos plays. Uh, oh, yeah. was he? A, was he a lawyer? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, he was Tony's lawyer. He was Tony's lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, hey, <laughs> <Gabagool>, my wrong. <laughs> um, Pink Gabagoo. And he's walking out, and the mayor ignores him, even though really, come on, man. And sleazy guy Kurt Fuller. I know his name. Another character actor that's in a million things. And always kind of sleazy. Very rarely isn't sleazy. He's the sleazy guy from Wayne's World. Yes. Although he ends up being, no, Wayne's World 2. Am I, is he in the first Wayne's World? He is in the first He's like the one. producer guy, but he's not Rob Lowe, because Rob Lowe is the sleazy guy from Wayne's World. I got to inhale, Alex. I can't. All right, we, okay. we'll inhale real quick. <sighs> Kurt Fuller. And exhale. <sighs> Fuller. Fuller. He is very much. What the fuck was that? Ah, my ring hit sorry. my uh, podcast. He was. Uh, he was very much. He is very much the stand-in for Walter Peck, the Kurt Fuller character. Walter Peck from Ghostbusters number one. Yes. Who's an yes. actor's name? I can't remember. Who but books. also a great. Plays Walter Peck in every movie bad, he's in. Yes. Yes. Plays just real genius. Not a bad guy. He's just prof- like a he was the professor of real genius. Oh, yes. Die Hard, the reporter. Oh, oh yeah. God. God. Man, we're going to have to watch and Die he Hard. And he said, he actually said that his life, like Ghostbusters, kind of fucked his life up. Oh, yeah. I because think I people, heard. like, hated him. Yeah. And he was like, that's not really who I am. He plays a convincing dickhead. Oh, and everything that he's in. Like, so good at it. Yes. Even Red later on. Everything. I saw him in like a TV show playing somebody's dad, and he's a huge fucking asshole in that too. Yeah, he's just a complete dickhead in everything he's ever in. Which would be weird to be like, that's how you got typecast. Like, are you a dickhead? Yeah, right. I I mean, you gotta start. You must look like one or something. He's got he's got red hair. He's real intense. Okay, well, not to not to backtrack, but who was Kurt Fuller in Wayne's World? He, he was like the was... like Rob Lowe's helper. He was like an assistant guy that started yes. bad and ended up okay, right? He uh, he worked with Rob Lowe, but he was a he wasn't doing the evil part of it. I feel like he was just kind of douchey because no, he, he just... wasn't good at first. I remember him just no, being kind maybe of he dumb. just wasn't that bad. Yeah. He was just like a character yeah but he worked for rob Lowe. yeah he like worked on the he production. wore like a track suit yeah because <laughs> i remember him on the set we should do wayne's world ah uh, that's one of my favorite movies of oh, all time dude that's in my that might be in my top five as crazy as that sounds oh when i was a kid wayne's world when you're talking movies i watched on sick days yeah wayne's world and ghostbusters were equivalent there was a there's about twenty yeah. movies that I was like, these are all the movies I ever want to watch again. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yes. When I was in college, there's like eight, yes. maybe not even like six, like mm-hmm. Billy Madison, Tommy Boy. Oh yeah. The, um, what were we just talking about? Uh, Wayne's World. Yeah, Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's World Two. 
underrated Wayne's World 2, and I've probably only seen it like six times. Oh, I saw that on cable within the last year and had not seen it in a while, and I'm like, oh, I forgot how much I watched this in college and loved it. Yeah. Good stuff. Wayne's yep. World 2. Check it out on Blu-ray today. Starring Kurt Fuller. Oh, no, he's not <laughs> into <laughs> Um. Yeah, both of the Wayne's Worlds are very good. Way better than they have any right to be. For sure. Mm, I'm not. I'm going off on another tangent here. Go for have it. Have you ever seen uh, Stuart Saves His Family? I actually never have. Dude, it was on TV the other night to talk about SNL. When did that come out? Like 95? The height, the height of Stuart. The height of Al Franken's character. I'm Stuart. good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. Oh, boy. We loved that shit in the 90s. He was so oh. popular. That character was so popular on SNL. It yeah. was the only character he did, essentially, because he was more of a writer than anything else. Yeah, he had he just had, he did his war correspondent, but he did that as himself. Yes, remember that he had yes. a giant helmet, yes. with a giant satellite yeah. dish, and he yeah. couldn't really move. Poor fucking! I don't want to get into the politics <laughs> of Al Franken right now, but I feel for the guy to be honest because grabbing butts. Nah, a bunch of you are going to be mad at me just for saying that. Grabbing butts, great. Now our now we're going to lose our license. Well, I've, yeah, grabbing butts. Okay, anyway. Al Franken, Stewart. Stewart saves his family. That is yeah. not. I wa- I watched like the first half of it. I was like, Jesus Christ, this movie isn't a comedy. It's like a weird therapy, fucking crazy ass. Hmm. Everyone feeling better movie with a few jokes. It was really strange. I gotta imagine Al Franken probably wrote it. I guarantee. In fact, I I don't guarantee it, but I guarantee it. You're gonna like the way you look. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what Man, I guarantee. We got over half an hour into this podcast before <laughs> saying ranchies. Good- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rons. All right. Oh, anyway, man. Stewart saves his family is weird as fuck. I'm definitely gonna check that out because uh, I never, I n- I've not seen a minute of that movie. Yes. I've completely missed that one somehow. Well, I think most people did. Yeah, I, it, it was a bomb. I remember yeah. that. Remember yeah. when Saturday Night Live used to have recurring characters on their show? They still do. Do they? Yeah, not too. Not maybe like the not like Stuart Smalley or Wayne's World. No, not like OG characters. They do have. They have recurring sketches. They do, but they're not. The characters are generally based on real people. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think if there's who is a. And they have recurring game shows. Yeah. But recurring characters, I guess. I'm trying to think. Um, <clears throat> I mean, political figures anymore. I don't think they have time to do the recurring characters because there's so much political shit. All the recurring ones are on Weekend weekend Update, mm. really. Hmm. I mean, I watch it every week. I mean, they used to have. They used to. It was all how many, about Saturday, the characters. How many Saturday Night think Live how many character movies? Think about how many characters Mike Myers alone had. Oh, like recurring ones. Sprockets, Coffee talk. Sprockets. Coffee talk. Oh, that's crazy. Wayne's World. Uh, Hello, my name is Simon. <laughs> I like, and to, do I like drawings. to do drawings. You're looking at my bum. Yes. Oh man. Uh, yeah. There was a shitload. Phil Hartman had a bunch of recurring characters. Uh-huh. John Lovitz 
had recurring characters. They all did. Do Dan they now? Harvey? I I feel like they don't. I, maybe not. <sighs> Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Tracy Morgan was astronaut Jones. <laughs> oh yes, Tracy Morgan had a bunch of recurring characters. <laughs> so fucking funny. Tracy Morgan Up is famous by accident because that's who he is. Take a doo doo pie. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Morgan is famous because that is fucking who Tracy Morgan is. Is. Oh. Maybe I'm wrong, but he's a fucking crazy person. I saw him do stand-up at Hoyt Sherman. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. When? Oh, God. Before or after the I forget who I went with. Before. Oh, man. And the second half of his act, I'm not kidding you, almost 90 minutes. His whole act was almost 90 minutes. Oh, I thought you said the second half. I was like, holy shit. And the second half was 100% about anal. (laughs) <laughs> at Hoyt Sherman for and 45 I was, minutes dude I'm telling you <laughs> it was about anal up until and he was like he's like Des Moines he's like this place is desolate <laughs> and we're like oh I mean there's buildings uh, I don't know it was <laughs> it was some fucking wacky shit wow yeah uh so he meets a sleazy guy Kurt Fuller cut to Dana at work uh, not only is she a concert, she's a fucking symphony cellist. She's also an art restorer. Do we knew? Did we know any of that in the first one? No, I didn't think so. I'm like, was there art restoration? And I'm pretty sure. I was. I, in fact, I told a guy at work I was going to do this podcast tonight, and he's like, she's like restoring art in the second movie. He's like, I looked into restoring art. It takes like. All of the chemistry you could ever take. Yeah, it's like, like you have to have like a master's yeah. degree. There's like six people in the world that do it. <laughs> yes. Oh, and it's also the and lady that one lady that, that getting... turned Jesus into. Oh yeah, yeah. A, little, um, a simple looking fella. Yeah. A terrible like cartoon character. <laughs> yes. But yeah, she's an art restorer. Um, her boss is Janos. A very f- the guy from Ally McBeal, yeah, um, uh, Peter McNichol, yeah. Oh, I just saw these names, so I can recall them. Um, nice, nice. He forever. Every time I see him in anything, I'm like, oh, it's Janos from fucking Ghostbusters too. Yep. Which I'm sure is the case for his life. Oh, at I'm least sure for a too. while. Um, Ally McBeal, maybe. But uh, he clearly has a crush on Dana Sigourney Weaver. Has a crush. Oh boy, talk yeah. about uh, not not aging well. This guy is just constantly pressuring his underling at work into going out with him. And, yes. Oh, but I, he doesn't act like the only defense of that is that he's so like a simple. Yeah, he's such foreigner. like a goofy foreign guy that yeah. it's like this is okay. Yeah, that's true. In movies, it's always okay for the foreign guy to be really gross and like yes. misogynistic and yes. you know inappropriate with women. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're not from here; they don't know. Uh, how to act like normal dude, people. Pete is in this. Pete is also in this too. He calls the fucking lawyer later. He's like, "Hey, take it easy there, kitten." Yeah, or kitty cat, or whatever he fucking says. Um. So yeah, she's an art restorer. We meet Janos. And Janos is talking to her and trying to fucking hit on her. 
And before we cut away from the scene, Vigo's head, there's, there's a large painting of this cat named Vigo. Yeah, they, ro- they roll this life-size yes. portrait in yeah. of this very uh, rough-looking... Rough-looking fella, long blonde hair. You guys, if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you know what Vigo looks like. And his head comes out of the painting as Janos is talking to Dana. And you're like, well, that's probably not good. Something's afoot. (laughs) Um, So cut to Ray has a bookstore. An occult occult bookstore. bookstore. Which also makes me wonder, one, where does he get the time to do children's birthday parties? (laughs) And two, I'll ask ask question number two later. But Ray has uh, an occult bookstore. And Egon is there, and they're trying to figure out what's going on with this pink slime and Vigo, the painting that she has at work. Uh, and Vankman, Vankman shows up and he's like, what are you guys working on? And they're like, oh, uh, very, just terrible at being subtle about it. Stupid Ray, stupid, wholesome Ray that gets blown by a ghost in movie number one. (laughs) So wholesome. Correct. (laughs) In a dream though. Also not even, we're like, what? He got blown by a ghost. We don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's one of the weirdest movie scenes of all time. Yeah. Ray getting blown by the ghost in what is seemingly a family-ish movie. You got a scene of a ghost. We all remember seeing that as a Ray's kid pants. just being like yeah. feeling like that embarrassment. Like when you're yes. watching it with your family, you're watching your look, Ghostbusters like family movie. Let's sit down and watch it. Oh man. Dan Aykroyd, are you kidding me? Bill Murray, let's watch it. And then the scene comes where the ghost comes and undoes his belt buckle and unzips his zipper and then they tighten up to the shot of Dan Aykroyd's face. Yep. Then he falls off the bed. In his moment of ecstasy <laughs> as we are led to believe. He goes cross-eyed. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. A ghost yeah. performed a sexual act upon him. Yep. Um... So, Vinkman is very curious what these guys are working on. They're bad at keeping secrets. And then Vinkman grabs Dan Aykroyd's ears in what I would call, for one, Dan Aykroyd doesn't fight back at all when he's getting his ears, like, pinched or whatever. Yeah. To give up the name. But he does. He's like, Dana Barrett, an old friend, Dana Barrett. And Vinkman says, my Dana Barrett? Oh. Cut to Dana's apartment. They're there to see what's up. And Dan, Ray says hello, Egon says hello, and then, uh uh-oh, Vankman is there, and she specifically told them not to tell him. Yep. But here he is. Bummer. They don't find anything in the apartment. Uh, Vankman kind of bonds with the baby that she has, Oscar. He's like, what do you do? That's his go-to baby voice throughout the whole movie. Yeah. I'm going to get you. Uh, so they don't find anything in the apartment, but they head to the street with their meters, their PKE yeah. meter, and their Geiga meter, or whatever they called it. Sure. And they're walking through the they're middle of the street. They're made up science stuff. Yeah. And uh, 
Pete's like, hey, I'm walking here, and all the cars making them stop, oh, and they man. get to like the middle of the street, and their meters are going off like it ain't nobody's business. Off the charts. Yep. Levels of uh, non-existent ghost science. And when did up. they when did they take the time to? I'm sure Egon did it, but they built the second meter. Like they're like, oh, we had the PKE meter in the first one. We need a we need the second giga or Geiger meter or whatever it is. They're trying this to let one. you know they've upgraded their shit. But uh, they were like disbanded immediately after. Sure. The first well, there's movie. That, there's that too. Yeah. It's it's fine. Okay. We're here to ruin movies. That's what we're doing. So, yeah, the meters are going off like nobody's fucking business. Cut to the street that night. Speaking of cutting to the street, they are cutting the street. Oh. There's Egon with the goddamn jackhammer just fucking plowing into the street. Also, where did they get the jackhammer? Yep. I mean, you can go to a rental place in New York probably. Ah, they're but, scientists. But yeah. I imagine that... Uh, so they just put up a couple of pylons with blinking lights in the middle of First Avenue in Manhattan, and they're cutting into the road. And Which like, you would never what? just do because there can be power yeah. lines or any number of things you're oh, about to. Oh, well, they do. There is a negative effect, so there is there is that. Right. Um, the cops stop and start talking to Egon. He's like, oh, hey. Oh. And he doesn't really know what to say. Luckily, uh, Ray and Pete are coming out of the nearby gas station coffee shop thing with their coffees, and Egon looks over to him, and he's like, oh, he's like, hey, boss, come over here, and then yep. Pete, being the master talker that he is, is like, hey, we're just trying to work here, gabagoo, maroon, oh, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. All the New York bullshit. Yep. All these three guys that aren't even remotely from New York. Right. Acting like hardcore New York guys. Right. Which is funny. I was, Harold Ramis is from Canada. Dan Aykroyd is also from Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill Murray is from Chicago. The Chicago area. Not New York guys. No. Nope. Which is why they're all putting on their big New York accents. They all act like it. But Trick Dan, their way into Dan Aykroyd sounds like he's from Chicago more than fucking Bill Murray does. That is true, actually. Maybe I'm wrong about Dan Aykroyd being Canadian. No, no, he 100% is yeah, from Toronto. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Why are there so many funny Canadians? It's weird. It's fucking, especially when you like look at- Best like, of our lifetime the most, Canadian. The, funny, the most famous 85%. funny people from- 79 to 98 yeah are canadians yeah and you forget like it's fucking bizarre how many there are lauren michaels is fucking canadian yep god damn uh cut from that to vigo the painting of vigo janos being like oh i love this dana woman um vigo zaps janos with some because Janos is like cleaning the thing, and he gets zapped, and then Vigo appears in the painting, and he's like, "The scourge of Carpathia, the bronze of Moldavia, the Blavazibazabia," and then he zaps Janos again because he's like, "I need a child." Yellow lightning. Ain't there not one bit of blue lightning in this no. movie? Oh no, there is a little bit. Oh, okay. 
The slime? No, well, the yeah, when you, when they shoot it, but all just the um uh the beam from the uh proton po- proton packs. I don't is there or is there there's like a little string of blue. Yeah. Around, around like the, the red. yellow. Yeah, yeah, the red, yellow, whatever. Hey, that's all the primary colors. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I imagine they did that on purpose. Red, yellow, blue. I got to imagine they did. <laughs> oh, shit. We're fucking geniuses. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And he tells uh, Janos, Vigo from the painting tells Janos to find him a child. Because Vigo apparently hasn't already found a child, even though he sent this fucking baby buggy at the beginning of the movie on a wild goose chase. And he zaps Janos again. Cut to, uh, they have stopped, we already discussed the cops had stopped uh, and tried to talk to those guys about digging in the streets. Yes. And they had said, after that happens, we need to get lower. So we cut to Vigo... Possessing Janos. Yep. Cut back to the Ghostbusters in the street. They are lowering Ray By into this hole they the just hole. dug. Also, this equipment they have is this uh, yeah, winch, it's, winch it's, thing that's enough to hold a man that they got a hold of somehow. Yeah, it's three. To lower someone it into a like street. It, it worked <laughs> yes. at all. The, what they're working with makes no sense to be lowering a 200 pound man into a 200. hole. 200. You're giving, you're giving Dan Aykroyd a lot of credit right there. <laughs> <laughs> For real. But it's like three like little poles Dude's with a got little a booty. hand crank. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I feel like that would all immediately collapse, but yes. But okay, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Nice try, movie yeah. ruin. <laughs> Thank you. So he's getting lowered and lowered and it was one of those things where they're like, Oh, we don't have a choice. Oh, we're going to make Ray do it, because that's like a go-to. But Winston is nowhere to be found at this point again. Okay. Right. Winston just kind of comes and goes as he pleases, or as they please. I'm not sure. but So he keeps getting lowered, and then he's getting lowered, and he's like, oh, my God. He's like, it's a river of slime. A river of slime. And then he says something to the effect of there's got to be 30,000 gallons of it down here. And I was like, 30,000 gallons? You can't see the end of this. This is a fucking river, you <coughs> dumbass scientist guy. There's 30,000 gallons. I know. I'm like. This is like what, 3 million right. gallons minimum. It's it, it did. It was a. It's a stupid line where I was like. I know. I'm like, why, why did, didn't they I, say something else? And it was so, it was so bad. It, he might as well have said, it's like 10 gallons. Because you're yeah. like, wait, what? Why did you just say that? Yeah. There's a raging torrent. You could never How even... much is in a pool? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, how much is it? How many gallons of water does an average pool have? This had a thousand times more than that. Like, he couldn't see the end of it. And it was flowing. It's not like it was a still bit of slime river. Right. Marone. It was. It, 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 we were talking about things that bothered us as kids. That line bothered me even when I was a kid. Yeah. Yes. Me too. It was like thirty thousand gallons of it. It was like, what are they? You're a scientist, I Ray. Mean, I get. I get the effects shots are added afterwards, but uh, do a post shot where he doesn't say thirty thousand gallons because there say there must be millions of gallons. Yes. There's 
billion yeah right it's just, a fucking just river saying, of slime right just say he uh, did say there's a river of slime so thirty thousand gallons in no uh, way makes any sense anyway <laughs> boo fucking, yes. movie ruined well it, it drove me crazy then and it drives me crazy <laughs> now now drives me crazy now uh the cops come back while ray is dangling above the riverler riverler Brewery, 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 and they don't. The cops, the New York cops, the New York cop, and the guy from Con Ed stops them and is like, "What are you guys doing? Uh, you can't dig here." And Bill Murray's putting on a show. He's, He's like, "Oh, we're just trying to do our job hey, over here." Gabaku, ba ba ba, hey ba boo, and uh, the Con Ed guy's like, "No, no, you don't work for Con Ed." You don't work for the phone company either. Like you guys aren't allowed to be here. Yep. And Ray's freaking out because the river of slime is like starting to reach. For, there's like arms coming out it's, of it. Yes, it's some sort mm-hmm. of it's coming to life or mm-hmm. something. And he's begging to be pulled back up while they're trying to uh, get the cops to go away. But it's not working, so they start pulling Ray up. And on his way up, he knocks over one tube, one cylindrical his thing. His foot. In an ancient part of the underground of New York. Right. And he knocks out power to the entire yeah, city his, of his, New York. His foot, like, <laughs> I don't know, on a scale of like how much energy he put into the kick that hit it, I would put it about 35%. Not to mention that if it was full of wires... <laughs> Yeah, I would just like unless they were the most corroded yeah, wires. They're so old, they're just, they're just like dust fossils <laughs> yes. that somehow still conduct electricity. Yes. But if you touch them, they're just like ash. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, and wouldn't that takes quite, out the entire. It wouldn't quite work the way the that the entire it island of Manhattan yes. is goes into blackout. Gondo. Which really plays. Which I guess it's just a sight gag. No, it's not. Um, it's the reason Janos goes to Dana's apartments. Oh no. He's, He's just being a creep. Yeah, but he has he has an excuse, and they all and that's also the reason they are on trial later, very soon. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. So they knock power Withdrawn out the whole city. Janos goes to Dana's apartment. He's like, "Oh, Dana." He's like, "I just thought you might want to." Have who's this is more I'm not this is uh, no that's uh, it's a made up accent it is it's a weirdly kind of Russian Eastern European it's an Eastern European accent it's like maybe he's like I just wondering if you're mm, I'm not doing Eastern <laughs> European accent I'm not gonna do it anymore um he was like oh, what do it just do it as snake <laughs> hey. <laughs> I heard your. <laughs> now I'm doing auto. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, it's the same thing. They're the it's same thing. It's not the same thing. It, they, it's it fluctuates between the two. Yes, is what it does. I'm saying. I heard your power went out. <laughs> I was just wondering if you were okay for the evening. <laughs> it starts out as auto and it always ends in snake. That's yeah. how that works. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. And she's like, yes, Yano. She was upset that he was there. She tells him she's fine. He's like, okay, I'll see you later. And she closes the door. He turns 
does this weird sidestep thing, and he's got flashlight eyeballs because he's been possessed by Vigo. The master of evil. Trying to battle yes. my boys. It's not legal. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Are you writing the Ghostbusters 2 rhymes right now? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Trying to battle my boys. It's not legal. We got a baby. I don't say maybe. There is a baby. Well, Vigo wants him. <laughs> We're gonna trounce him. Everybody knows we're gonna mount him. Told you it's going off the dome right now. Oh man, battle you rapping. Got, can you guys believe that all just came off the top of my head? You're a real freestyle rapper. I didn't even know it. Oh, my name is Toll, and I'm here to say I got Ghostbusters rap every day. <laughs> you know there what? is that's, a baby. That's don't really say good. baby. There is a Vigo. I touch your ego with my dick. <laughs> on your slick look at his light bulb eyes man you you are really good actually <laughs> thank you <laughs> i've uh people have told me i'm like the next eminem if he was just the fucking worst at it ever or best flashlight eyes on trial lewis very good lewis short but pointless now I'm just reading my notes. <laughs> okay. He leaves. He's got flashlight eyes. The Ghostbusters, the three. We know. Okay. We also find out pre-trial. Why are they Go, on trial The Ghostbusters again? are on trial point? because they knocked power out and dug an oh, illegal yeah, yeah, hole. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah they yeah, dug yeah. an illegal hole and knocked power out for all of Manhattan. Right. Um, but we are made fully aware that Winston is at the trial beforehand. Yes. And he's like, this guy seems like a real hard ass. And they're like, yeah, they call him hard ass McGee or whatever they right. say his nickname is. So they're on trial. Their lawyer. Oh, my goodness. Don't forget. It's Lewis. It's fucking Rick Moranis. Okay. It's, this is another good time to remind you once, once again that f no less than five years ago. They were on the cover of Time Magazine. Oh, yes. And on every news channel for probably months after they saved oh. uh, millions the of Earth? peoples of lives yeah. uh, across the entire yeah. Earth. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. Including Lewis's. And also five years ago. they can only ago, afford uh, some dumbass to be their lawyer. Also, yes. Who is their friend? But also <laughs> five years ago, Lewis was a tax accountant. And now he, he is was? an attorney. Yes. So they, so they he hired a Danny, tax accountant like, to be their attorney. Well, he says, he's like, I got my, uh, he's like, I got my law degree at night school. And he's actually more over the top in this one than he is even in the first one. Yeah, they told him to punch it up. He's like goofier than, it's like, I got my law, like he's almost like simple. Yeah. It's like a simple Jack Lewis. <laughs> and uh, he's like. I got my uh, I got my law degree at night school, and then I think Egon one of Egon's good lines. He's like, "Well, we were arrested at night," <laughs> like, which was a kind of funny, pretty funny line. Some of Egon's best lines are in court. Yes, when Lewis is defending them, and he's like, the, after the judge goes off and says he doesn't believe in ghosts, he doesn't none of this malarkey, whatever. And also again, another character actor. Yeah. That is like, whoa. Also a judge in training day. One of the oh, bad the, one yes. of the money collecting yes. bad judges. Man, yeah. do I love that movie. Oh, it's so fucking good. And people say uh 
Denzel deserved the Oscar for Hurricane, and that's why they gave it to him for Training Day. No, no. I got to say, Training Day is Denzel's Oscariest. Oscariest role oh, since uh, it's so it's not his it's not his most Oscary role, but he is so fucking convincing in that movie. You're oh like, yeah, and he's he just like watching him in it. Oh, that's why I when they, that movie is on all the time. And I'm always like, oh, Training Day, and yeah. I watch it till it's done oh, every dude. time. And Ethan Hawke deserves more credit for that too. Yeah. Also, the Middle Eastern guy that plays Mexicans and uh, half, that guy is he's terrifying in this movie he's so good in so many yes. things i should know his name i feel guilty for not know. knowing him. but uh, he is like the, the the but he's like the leader of the mexican the latino dudes right that he's mexican. just basically led into but that their scene nest. where that other dude where the the like neck vein guys like yes. you ever had your shit <laughs> pushed in Chicharron? <laughs> <laughs> that scene is like, holy fuck. That's one of the I love I love scenes in movies where it's super high anxiety oh. where you're like, I can't even handle what's happening. You know the good guy's gonna win, but You don't know that. In training day, dude, you were like, true. I don't know if he's gonna win. I think he might just get fucking murdered right here. <laughs> oh, but the wallet. He's got the fucking oh, and he has that, oh, oh, shotgun Jesus. to his head. Yes. God damn. So in the end, training day. Training day is pretty good. Not ruined. (laughs) Training day, not ruined. All right. I'm going to inhale one more time. What are we talking about? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before I inhale, slimes are bubbling. Okay. They're in court. Lewis is their attorney, Rick Moranis. Their accountant attorney. Yes. And his defense—he's <laughs> he, he, <laughs> getting his shit pushed in. He—he uh, he goes up there. The first—he goes up to the stand after the the judge has said he doesn't believe in ghosts or any of that other malarkey. And he's like, "These guys are doing good things." It's like one time I turned into a dog and they helped me. And it's a very funny line. And then he sits down and Egon looks at him and he goes, "Very good, Lewis." Short, but pointless, and one of the funniest lines in the whole movie. It was very. Well, good I line. just did it very poorly, out of context, but mm. we will. I'm going to inhale on short but pointless, and go take a short but pointless piss. All right, inhale <laughs> and exhale. <sighs> very good, Lewis. Short but pointless. One of my favorite lines in the movie because it's one of the funniest ones. It is it's a good line. In context, man, it's a good line. Uh, then the Con Ed guy is on the stand on their trial, and he's looking at they got uh, slime as one of their like uh, introduced it into the evidence. Yeah, and the Con Ed guy is looking at it. He's like, in all my years underground, Gabagool, I never seen anything like this. And like, whatever it is, they must have put it there. Yeah, like, oh shit. So the judge starts getting a little bit mad, and the slime starts bubbling a little bit. Then he starts getting really mad, and the slime like starts boiling, overflowing, starts a little uh, blue lightning storm. I don't know if the lightning's blue here, but there is there is a little bit of blue lightning. Yeah, like the slime is like, what's up? 
The Blue Lightning is still, we call it 80s Blue Lightning, but. This is 89. Only because it started in the 80s. Because you no, watch. It was the premier special effect in the 80s. Yeah, you had you... to make something look magical or scientific. Dude. Or whatever. You threw some Blue Lightning on it. You watch a Marvel movie now. Blue Lightning is still a go-to, baby. Oh, is it really? Oh, fuck yes. Blue Lightning. It is. You're so as the judge starts Blue going Lightning, off. The podcast. Blue Lightning. Oh. Feeling down? Get yourself some Blue Lightning. You're going to love the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> Ranch handies. <laughs> um, so the judge just starts going off. And he's screaming, oh, not, oh, oh. Oh, oh, fucking slime is boiling, blowing over a little bit of blue lightning's happening. They're trying to tell the judge that this is happening because they all see the slime going wackadoo over there. But he doesn't. He keeps going. He ignores them. And uh, we get our first ghost of the movie. Yes, that's right. It's the fucking Scolari brothers. Oh, whom he recognizes immediately, but also don't even look remotely human. Right. They look like Muppets. Like Muppets. Like realistic, cool fucking Muppets. There's ain't nothing wrong with the special effects here, but, but they're not human beings. But the ghosts humanoid in, in ghost Ghostbusters monsters. movies, with very few exceptions, don't look like humans. Well, I guess they're they, ghost monsters. They after the first one, uh, the Ghostbusters cartoon came out, the real Ghostbusters yeah. cartoon. And so kids loved it. Oh, Little yes. Kids. I love so it. They, Gave me a lot of nightmares, but uh, man, I loved it. So for the second one, they decided to make the ghosts most not as scary looking for little kids. Oh, so a little more to, cartoonish? Yeah. That's fully because they are. Yes. They're more creaturey and like, uh the not first like, one, not like the not like the uh, librarian ghost in the first one. Yeah, the which, librarian which ghost in the first one is creaturey, scary as the librarian, and then changes into the one that goes rah, yeah. which literally that noise is not far off. Something making this noise ah <laughs> should not be scary, and it scared me so much. Oh, I yeah. thought I was gonna die me every too. time me I watched too. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was way too much for me to handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And like Slimer was more slimery in this one because he became such a character in the cartoon. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised there wasn't. They amped him. I, yeah. I guess there were a He's lot more scenes. He's also driving the bus. There were a lot of scenes with him cut out of this that didn't have anything to do with the plot. It was just yeah. like Slimer doing ill shit. Yeah. You know. Being. I wish they would have. I honestly, going into this when I was a kid, was really hoping that Slimer was going to be like. Because Slimer, hey, I'm here. Slimer in the cartoon was the required floating, silent, comic relief assistant that was <laughs> insisted upon in every 80s cartoon there was. <laughs> That's really true. What is that? I don't remember the dude's name from He-Man, but the floating, silent, all you could see was his eyes Orko? and he was wearing that hood. Orko. And then in the Masters of the Universe, there's a movie we should do. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so it's the Scolari brothers and their ghosts, I guess, that also appear in their electric chairs. Yeah. Which they immediately break out of. 
<laughs> sure. Not looking like humans, so they were just spending the afterlife in their electric chairs, not looking human. And they're also fucking huge. Yeah. They're like nine feet tall. You know, if that... Just think how different that scene would have been if they were very realistic looking ghosts. Or if they're like people? Yes. It would have been bad. Or good or scary? I, it would have been very scary, I think. That would have been... It, it, it does make a difference. It's hard to say. I feel like it, it makes a If I would have been more scared if they looked like actual people and not Muppets. Yeah. They look like fucking Muppets, though. Big time. But it scared me then. Or actually, I don't think it scared me then. I was like, finally, ghosts. Yeah, that's true. So Busting makes me feel good. You know what I'm saying? Busting makes me feel good. Not ghost busting. So the judge is on their side now, screaming, continuing to scream. They carried the lawyer gal out of the hall. Upside and down. we see here garter belts, which is like ba 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 boom. Yes, very. It's like they did that for a reason. Thirteen-year-old Alex yeah. is watching this thing. Well, yeah, I she's not like wearing nylon. She's wearing fucking garters. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> Maroon. Uh, yeah, the judge and they're talking to the judge. Like, judge, we can't do anything unless you, uh, you know, let dismiss us, these charges, let bitch. Us get off. He's like, the charges are rescinded. Case dismissed. And then another, I think Egon has another shining moment. Winston is nowhere to be found at this point. Because Winston saw the ghost and he was like, you know what? I was a Ghostbuster, but I'm going to I'm gonna take off. I don't want any part of this. Is that what he did? He doesn't do anything. They just don't have him in the scene at all. He was, Where was he? He was very clearly in the courtroom at the beginning of this. But he's not there yeah. when the actual scene goes down. And it's like, motherfuckers, why? Why? What More did Winston just racism. Uh, it's annoying. I fucking love Winston. For no, and maybe that was due to the cartoon. I don't know. Or maybe I'm, I dig an underdog, and Winston is the underdogiest of the Ghostbusters. Uh,. So the judge takes away their charges. They go put on their proton packs, and they're like, oh, man, these are heavy because we're old now. We're all like 36. We're not in shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they put on their proton packs, and they uh, they light them up one by one. And Bill Murray goes, do, Ray, Egon, and a... Uh, in a, another quotable moment from Ghostbusters 2. There's so many quotable moments from Ghostbusters 1, and there is. Ghostbusters 2, most of the quotable moments yeah. are Egon's, I would say. And, Do uh, Ray Egon is a fun thing I still like to say. Underrated. Say. Yes. Underrated. Huh? Huh? Um, so there's a big ghost fight, and they just destroy the shit out of this courtroom I know. <laughs> to a degree that's like it's almost exactly as if they were repeating the Slimer scene from movie number one and at some point with the Ghostbusters like this is how they catch ghosts they get they shoot their whatever laser proton packs yeah and uh, if they don't hit the ghost they're just annihilating whatever it touches 
and it's not like there's i mean it takes a while to get the ghost they do a lot of damage at, at what point is it worth getting the ghost they do so much damage like if, you, if you're in a haunted building either they're going to catch the ghost or your building is going to be destroyed because they were trying mm -hmm. to and they just literally cut it to pieces yep. and lit it on fire well they're bad at it because they haven't done it for five years yeah, but it's always this thing where they're chasing the ghost you know they're trying they're trying to get a lock not on only it. that okay they finally uh pete gets a wrangle on the fat ghost ray gets a wrangle on the skinny ghost egon is control is in control of the fucking uh trap the uh, trap yes the trap is the light turns green, the trap is clean, the trap, the ghost trap. And they catch these two ghosts. Well, presumably they for one, they never go into where they're putting these ghosts now. Right. But they I guess have the same equipment that they used to have. Sure. They they got it all back. <laughs> yeah. All their highly specialized, yeah. expensive, one of a kind equipment. From hey, this firehouse back, that none of them live in that is evidently still there. Sure. Or maybe Ray is living there. I don't know. Ray and Winston living together. Mass hysteria. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a white guy and a black guy living together. All righty. Uh, they catch the ghosts. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and they be slow. Good line. Good line. Now they're back in business, baby. They're back catching ghosts. The boys are back in town. Uh, Winston isn't really in this montage of ghost catching at all, I don't think. But it's a significant, it's like a 10 minute long montage were they of playing, them being were they back playing, in business. Uh, what was the song? Busting makes me feel no, good. No, the other one, oh. the rap one. Saving the day. Yes. <laughs> nope, that's still from the first one. No. Uh, uh, we're back. I don't. Yeah, it's We're Back. Or no, it's a Dougie Fresh song. Oh, it wasn't the... Man, I'm a blank. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. There's There's, there, were several, there were several rap songs to this movie that were just explaining what's going on in the movie, and, and this was happening during and this And it's like a reminder, reminder, it's 1989, people like rap now. They're yep. starting to. We're going to put it to good use. Well, sort of. They tried. Yeah. They did try. They did not put it to good use. But uh, there was a montage of them busting ghosts. We also see Slimer bothering Lewis in their fire station, in the Ghostbusters station. Where Ghostbusters like, HQ. Yeah. Um, and... Also, I have several questions at this point in the movie where it's a ghost-busting montage. They all had, like, uh, pretty serious jobs. Oh, Bill Murray store, was... I'm sure they were booked Bill out. Bill Murray there. was hosting a TV show. Yeah. Ray was fucking owns a bookstore. And? And Egon... Is doing private appearances. Egon is a fucking college... Yeah, he's Professor. in the middle of all sorts of research. <laughs> yes. And they're all just like, nah, we're we'll back. drop all that. Yeah. The boys are Ghostbusters back. Ghostbusters time. You know, we were just once the most famous human beings on Earth. They turned on us, but now we're back. Doing a very similar, literally, you could put, put 
the Ghostbusting montage from Ghostbusters 2 into Ghostbusters 1, and no one would know the difference. Right. <laughs> yes. In fact, I think I read that they use some cut parts from the first one in the second one. Ah. They just didn't have room for it. But this is, in the OG, in Ghostbusters number one, this would be the part where you see that even though they're all broke and smoking cigarettes and being Ghostbusters, they're also (laughs) on Time Magazine, (laughs) (laughs) on the cover of Time fucking Magazine, without Winston, of course. Right. Because Winston doesn't apply until after Time Magazine. (laughs) Which is, you know. But Winston is back. Winston is back at HQ. And they are ta- telling Winston and Pete about the slime. And Ray starts yelling at it. It's like, you worthless piece of slime. Bah, bah, bah. And it starts bubbling up. And yep. you can see the air thing push the entire, like the prop it's- underneath, push the glass thing yep. up a couple of times. <laughs> it's not yeah. a good special effect. No. But we are led to believe that the slime is reacting to emotion but also yelling at the slime given what they just experienced in the courtroom seems like you got to take it a little easier than what they're doing and they do have to tell ray to like chill out right like chill out ray you're gonna make a couple of uh muppet murderers come back to life so they see this happening and then they put some slime in a toaster and they play uh, a song, Jackie Wilson. Your love is lifting me higher. Your love is lifting me higher. Here we go. Than I've ever yep. been lifting before. Bum, bum, oh, bum. Keep it up. If I knew the words better, I would sing better, but I can't. Also, you're welcome, audience. Of <laughs> finally, Toll Singing. <laughs> Yeah, we were wondering. They, I guess they all quit their jobs. We don't fucking know. So they see the toaster dance. Peter plays a little prank, puts his hand in the toaster, and they're all like, oh. They think he's getting eaten by the toaster. Uh, but now Peter Vinkman is visiting Dana at work. And he's fucking with Janosch. And he's being all Bill Murray-esque. Yes. This came out with in everybody. 89... And and Scrooge came out what the year before, and he looks just like Frank Cross in this. Yes, it's it was so it's kind of weird seeing both those movies so close, and it's like oh, it's Frank Cross again. Because I watched Scrooge about a dozen times this Christmas. You did? Yeah, it was on all the time, and I would. Just I watched watch it, it a handful of times actually, but um, peak I, like classic Bill Murray, late eighties, late eighties Bill Murray was yeah, like the late real late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Mid eighties, I mean, yeah. There's a whole bunch early two thousands. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Pete is visiting Dana at work, and they're talking about the painting, and Pete's fucking with Janos. But then it gets a little serious because Dana's like, sometimes I feel like this painting is staring at me, even smiling, and Pete sort of doubts her, and then they both look back, and Janos is talking to the painting because Janos is pissed that Dana is into Pete and not her. Yes, because he has been pressuring her hardcore. Ah, uh, yes. Coer- trying to coerce her into a date. What kind week. of Eastern European guy would do something like that? Apparently they all would. You know how foreign guys are. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I don't stereotype. 
No, but movies do. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, so, cut to Dana's apartment. Mm-hmm. It is bath time for Oscar. Oscar is her son, who was in the baby buggy. And remember, baby buggy Oscar hung himself two years ago. So <laughs> only one half of Oscar. <laughs> okay, that's right. That we'll call that half the scar. <laughs> The other one will just be Oz. Oh. <laughs> okay. Moron. That was clever. Either way, you fucking slice no. it. <laughs> uh, it's bath time for Oscar. She's pouring the bath water. It's filling up, filling up. Um, she says, oh, she takes Oscar's clothes off, and she's like, Mommy's going to take off her shirt, too. And we were all like, nine. Alex was 13. And we're like, Sigourney Weaver in a bra. This is the best. Sigourney Weaver in a J.C. Penny uh, standard issue mm-hmm. pointy weird eighties bra, which is which made perfect sense in the context of the film. <laughs> Did it not? Yes, it was just kind of yes, shocking to see. Yeah. Like, oh right, S- Sigourney Weaver playing. I Sigourney Weaver gets maybe, in my opinion, the most props. Man, as an actress. She fucking spans the. She can do anything. She's pretty underrated, even though she. No, has, I don't. Well, I, she. I don't think she's won a lot of awards. I think goddamn, she's know, won I a lot of people kind of forget about her a little bit. She's dude. She's a Ghostbusters, monster. Aliens, fucking Avatar. Just so uh, the Cabin in the Woods. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh. It's so good. Huh. Yes, you should see it. Sigourney Weaver, I don't know that I'll agree that she's underrated. I'm just saying I think people, I think, like when you talk about the best actresses. Taken for granted, underrated. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because goddamn, she also, the movie about the monkeys, whatever that, the gorillas in the mist. Oh, God. Yes. With those freaky ass people gorillas that are supposed to be real gorillas. We should watch that movie just for <laughs> oh, fun <dude>. sometime. <laughs> Me hungry. Oh. Me feel bad. Oh. Um But yeah. She's gonna give Oscar a bath. She's pouring the water. The water, as she turns around, she takes her shirt off after taking his clothes off. The water starts turning into slime. Which looks like somebody just poured a very thick goop of liquid soap the yes pink liquid soap Shiny. into a tub where it's like this is a weird that was a weird effect to me and why in the first movie the slime was green right the slime was or no, was it just clear it was clear i would i remember as a kid not liking the pink slime well i felt like there had to be they had to like update the slime just like they updated everything yeah. in the whole movie that's 100% correct. Yes. I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't like the pink slime. Deal with it. This, Take this, that, America. This is In not your as good face. as the first movie. Um, hey, remember the first one when Bill Murray said he slimed me? Oh, man. Oh, so oh, good. Man. <laughs> he slimed me. Ugh, feels so funky. Uh, so yeah, as she's turning around, she turns back around, holding Oscar, 
The tub is now full of slime, and also it tries to eat them or grab them. It's very much like a sock puppet of a tub. Yes, it's like a pink sock puppet coming out of the tub. The tub bends. But I will say the way it's done is very. It's fucking for 1989. It's like oh, it looks like the tub is trying to get them. Good, uh, good shiny ass fucking slime sock puppet with the whole moving tub thing. It's like. There were the worse tub effects. Is malleable there were now. worse effects in the Santa Claus, and that oh, came out by a long. <laughs> that came out five years after this. The so. Santa Claus effects don't age well. God, the, the one th- this movie five years earlier they do actually. It totally yeah. In fact, the the whole complaining about the puppet ghosts is not a good thing because I love them. Well, and even in the original Ghostbusters, but in this, the Scolari brothers, these two fucking puppets is so convincing. You're not, you don't even fucking, you barely well, blink. I, I still prefer, I don't know. It's practical probably, effects, bitch. I know. I, I don't know if it's generational, but with the new, I don't think the rebooted Ghostbusters, I didn't like the ghosts in it at all. No, but I, but the ones that I saw in, Ghostbusters 2, when I watched this tonight, I'm like, yeah, that holds up. That's scary, weird looking. The especially the colorful ones in the reboot, they were all, I don't know. Neon. I just, yeah. Yeah, the reboot was, I wanted to. I wanted I to actually, love it. when it, they first talked about it, I was like, God, I hate this. And I felt, and then I was like, oh, I'm like one of these. Oh, turds. I was super into it. I'm I like one it. of these turds that hates this for just because it's going to be all chicks. That wasn't why. I just yeah, didn't. right toll. Oh, I love Kate <laughs> McKinnon. No, when I heard about that, I was super pumped and then I saw it, I was like, "Wow, I I really was ready to love that movie and I uh will never see it again and we'll forget about it because it was not good. Take that. Yeah. Take no, that. It wasn't very good. No. Um Childhood yeah. Ruined. Well, yeah. Her, yes. Her tub tries to eat her, so she calls Peter. Her tub tries to eat her. Oh, here so we go back to the rap. Peter, and I got <laughs> more freestyle. Yes. Um, she goes to his apartment. His lock is like falling off of his door in his apartment. His apartment is full of garbage. Yes, he's he lives a in a humongous loft. But why is his? Why is it like disrepair? My house is in disrepair, but I'm a I'm a poor person. <laughs> Except for all this podcast money, I'm going to get these locks fixed soon. But uh, my house is in disrepair. I get that, but his house is like, what is? Well, they show like a background of it, and it's like, oh, it's like it's filled with garbage. Still, he's a bachelor. Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely by himself. It's still a fucking cool apartment. Yeah. Well, of course. Yes. Yeah. And it's huge. Yeah. And it's in New York. So yeah. You're, you, you're right. We won't fucking. Oh. Uh, I told her, he's like, this is, this was my apartment. It's your apartment now. He is being very kind and gentlemanly and being nice to the baby. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. What, what went wrong with these two? Uh, they're back at the museum. Who is? I don't know. <laughs> oh no, the Ghostbusters are going to the museum. But not Pete is not with them. Right? Sure. 
I don't fucking know, Alex. <laughs> Why is it promising? There, it's there a part. Ghostbusters win the end. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. And we learn. We learn <laughs> that they're talking about Vigo, the master of evil. And try and battle my the, boys. The Ghostbusters do go to the museum because the three Winston, Egon, Ray are wearing their jumpsuits, and Peter is not. Peter is in like street clothes, but he's got a bunch of cameras and shit. Yes. And they go to the museum, and Janos is very upset. Uh, but we learn that during this time, whether it's before or after they go to the Vigo is very Rasputin esque. He's yes. very. They, he lived to be 105 years old. They tried to kill him. Yeah, they, they looked, fucking him up, looked him up on the computer. Chopped his head off, yeah, in 1989. Right. Which is like, they're like, oh, I looked it up the occult guidebook. Right. Of, it's and this like, tiny little ancient computer screen <laughs> has like 12 lines of text on it yes. about this guy. You're like, whoa. <laughs> yes. And it's, yeah, you couldn't, yeah. There was a funny bit where Peter asks Janos where he's from. It was the Upper West Side, <laughs> and you're like, oh man. Oh. Uh, Peter's taking pictures of Vigo, like it's nobody's business, and he starts it's yelling. A funny scene, yeah. But he's getting like way into it to a degree where you're like, whoa, take it easy. And they are all like, take it easy. Ray is holding a microphone up to Vigo, and Ray gets like hypnotized. By yeah, his he's eyes. En- he's entranced by Vigo. Um, and that's, you know, a little foreshadowing back to, uh, Bill Murray's apartment, Pete Venkman's apartment. Dana has cleaned and Bill Murray's like, whoa. Also, I will say this, a bunch of his clothes are in a hamper (laughs) and he's like, did you, you put these in here? And then he says something to the effect of the... She's like, well, they're dirty. And he explains to her that there are different levels of clean to clothes in his apartment. And I feel that so hard. Oh, of course. Oh, Of buddy. course. <laughs> yeah. 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 With the exception of socks. Oh, yeah. There's, and most of the time underwear. There's like five or six levels. <laughs> yes, yes. Of like brand yeah. new, right out of the dryer, crisp clean to... Probably should throw this away now. Crisp clean versus crisp dirty. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, uh, oh, my jeans are standing up on their own. Yes. Maybe I should wash them. My jeans just snapped in half. My jeans. My jeans. <laughs> just broke off. A couple of shards just broke off my jeans. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. So, uh, cut to uh, Lewis and Janine at Ghostbusters HQ. Lewis asks Janine out, and you're like, "Oh, they're very they're flirting," and you're like, "Oh." And Janine, by the way, Annie Potts, Annie Sex Potts. Yeah, when I when she came on screen, I'm like, "Oh, I remember when I was 13 and I saw her come on screen." And I'm like, "Oh," and you oh. thought she was cute in the first one, yeah, and then in this one, you're like, "God." They ramped, they ramped it up. Yes, they did. And now when you look at it, it doesn't really, I don't know. It doesn't. 
I just had more of an effect on me when I was a kid, I guess. It's just weird. I don't know. Uh, her her in this one versus her in the first one is uh my it's a, it's a sea change. In fact, everyone changed <laughs> so much. This movie it makes the this cartoon. movie much worse to be I know, but they all yeah. quit their jobs, I guess, and like Dana now cleans paintings instead of plays the cello and it's all just like Vinkman yeah. hosts a TV show. Winston and Ray do children's birthday parties on the weekends. And There's now Annie on. Potts is so hot. You're like, damn, girl. <laughs> so hot now. She's not into Egon, though. She is into Lewis, which doesn't make any sense. Um, Cut to Ray and Egon developing photos in a dark room. And these photos, these are the photos that presumably Pete took of the painting of Vigo. And these photos are intense. They are not the photos they expect them to be. It looks like his face is on fire. And then one of them, his face, Vigo's face is floating above a river of slime. And Ray explains it to Egon. And immediately after that, all the photos start on fire. Right. And this is no good. I believe Winston <laughs> saves them in that situation. Winston busts in with the, with uh, fire, the fucking fire extinguisher hoses everything down. Yes, he does. He saved the day. Saving the day. Saving the day. That's <laughs> <laughs> so lame. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to inhale for one second, Alex. Inhale. And exhale. Yo. <sighs> Photos started on fire. Egon and Ray are very concerned. They somewhere along the line meet up with Winston, who they just keep at HQ for scenes where they need three guys without, right. without Pete Vacant. Because Pete's out yeah. on a date or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they need a third guy to be <laughs> to be the third guy, that's uh we got we got old There's four guys is too many to have on the screen at once. It is. But three is okay. It depends. If it's a climactic scene, you can have four guys. You need four of them. If it's just like a regular old scene. You can't have all the Avengers all on the screen all at the same time, all the time. No, you can't. All right. So they go and meet Pete before he's going to dinner, and they're all wearing fucking galoshes and rain gear and, like, getting wet gear. suits. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Getting wet gear. That's what I call a crop top. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So stupid. All right. But they do. And Pete is like, what the fuck are you doing? All right. Whatever. Do what you want. I'm going on a date with Dana. She got a babysitter. Louis and Janine are fucking back at my apartment. And we're out to eat. Uh, so they are, they're all uh, uh, Ray and Egon and Winston have gone underground. Yep. To go find the River of Slime, which, given how much slime there is, should not be that hard to find. But they're taking the long route, and so they're down there looking, looking, looking. Winston is very nervous. 
and says he doesn't like rats or something, and then and then Ray says the rats down here weigh like size, size up to beavers. five kilos. Yeah, the size of beavers, whatever the fuck he says. And Winston is freaking out, and they hear a sound, and like they say, maybe we should go get our proton packs. And after they say that, they're uh, greeted with there, but not actually there, a bunch of heads on pikes that they scream at in an old school 80s way. They look at them and go, ah, like look right into their face. Like, oh, Jesus. Just like when Indiana Jones was surrounded by all those skeletons yes. that were popping out. Absolutely. And, and just like in Poltergeist when all those yes. skeletons popped in out. In the pool. <sighs> yes. And they over and they look right like yes. right in the face and go, ah Yeah. Yeah. Lots of that. Very much of that. That is it. That um, is that's kind of a trope, I guess. It is, turns out. And when you're watching it, you it's know that. But you you're know like, that, but it is a they come. Um, but they weren't real. And right previously to this, Ray and Egon had yelled their names out to hear the echo back. Oh, yeah. And then Winston does it. And rather than hearing his name back a couple seconds later, he, he, he hears Winston. Which I fucking loved. Yeah. Because also, I said it before, I loved Winston. I, 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 felt, I feel like I was mad about Winston even when I was a kid. I was like, how are you going to give... He's not getting a fair Especially shape. because I liked the cartoon so much. Uh-huh. And it was like, Winston is an equal in the cartoon. And in the movies, it's like, well, this is Ernie Hudson when you have Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, and Bill Murray. Right. What We're not given Ernie Hudson. Sure. But also, just fucking do it dickheads but they don't <laughs> they don't you know the 80s late 80s uh yeah so the voice yells winston uh, like slowly and scarily as possible and yes. they all think they hear a train but they're on a track that hasn't been used in hundreds of years yep and then winston is Run through by a ghost train, ghost train, which is a callback to movie number one, when yes. the news guys says, "My old, my old grandmammy used to tell tales of a spectral locomotive." Oh, yeah, that was yeah. that's right. Yeah. How you like that, huh? Yeah. Where else are you gonna f- learn some fact <laughs> like that, you guys? Yes. Tell, you can tell all your friends that at the next party you're at. Huh? <laughs> that was not a good fact. We tell better facts than that. That's pretty good. <laughs> hey, remember that? Remember in the first Ghostbusters when the old lady says, my grandpa used hey, to remember? talk about a spectral train? A spectral locomotive. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, the train in the second one. Mind blown. Um. Winston gets run through by a train, and they're all freaking out. But a they, train gets run on Wilson or yeah. Winston. <laughs> a train gets run on Wilson. That's a good movie. <laughs> and he's a very flat volley, volleyball. God damn it! It, like, it would have been all right. <laughs> that would have been a good joke. It was a very flat volleyball when that was over. <laughs> he had so many holes in him. 
Because the train got run on them. Wilson! <laughs> you, I didn't even... God damn, his name is Winston. Jesus Christ. Uh, there used to be... <laughs> yeah. That, man, when I was in college, you could buy three packs of Winston. Oh, yes, indeed. Three packs with two you, you extra can, packs? Yeah, you get a, uh, a carton for like $8. Dude. A three pack of Winston's, yeah, it was like eight bucks, and then it was two free packs. Right, Jesus, goddamn Christ! And they tasted like Winston's. (laughs) 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 That is one hundred percent correct. Boy, yeah, yeah. They make it to the Slime River. And they see, man, this river is flowing way more. This is way more than 30,000 gallons of river. Christ almighty. But yeah, said millions. it is. Yeah, they should have said something more than 30,000, you scientist motherfucker, but whatever. Um, and they say, I don't remember who says it, but you know how much negative energy it would take to create... A river of magnotheric slime <laughs> to this degree. <laughs> Psychomagnotheric slime. Sure. <laughs> they like to use yeah, science terms. They in this. do. That seemed, you're like, yeah, I buy this. They're scientists. Have you ever look up parapsychology on uh, college campuses? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's tons of it going on. All kinds of parapsychology. <laughs> I should have majored at that yes. when I went to Iowa State. Parapsychology. <laughs> yes. Could have minored in it at least. Yeah, you should have. You really. That's true. It's so there's a real thing. <laughs> yes. They tell Winston he's got the uh, the measuring tool that measures depth. And they're like, toss that in, buddy. Toss it in, black fella. We <laughs> and uh, we'll see how deep this river of slime that's flowing very quickly is. For one, just looking at it, you know slime is significantly thicker than water, so your depth thing isn't going to work anyway. Well, yeah, the whole concept of like <laughs> dropping, basically you have a long measuring tape. Let's see how tape. deep this raging river yeah, is. Yeah, if there's a raging <laughs> river and you throw your duck, your uh, your tape in. Man, it went all the way out. This river is 500 feet deep. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. No, it's just floating it's like down fishing river. It's like a fucking river where you're like, oh, man, is a fish biting? No, it's a goddamn river. A fish isn't biting. It is a river moving. Yeah. In a, yeah. Okay. Precisely. But Winston gets sucked the fuck in yeah. because his he reaches the end of his rope and gets pulled in mm-hmm. by his death rope. Depth rope. But yeah, well, how they didn't see that coming makes them not real smart scientists. No, they're pretty bad scientists. But you say, man, the black guy is dead in yet another 80s uh, movie. Right. <laughs> but he's he ain't. Ray and Egon jump right in. He tanked. Almost right away. Yeah. Um, and they float and float. They've uh, also while this is happening, Pete and Dana are having a very nice meal, discussing their uh, relationship. Right, and basically uh, they're both into it. Yeah. Like Dana's, oh, yeah. basically like I should have been with you're you. You're the weirdest guy I've ever met, but he's flattered by that. Right. <laughs> yes, which is. 
I'll well, actually, that. when you're watching it, you're like, that's fairly accurate. Yeah. And if somebody told me I was the weirdest guy they ever met and still liked me, I'd be like, that's actually as positive as it gets. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> true. <laughs> so, yeah, they're having their dinner. But now uh, Ray and Winston and Egon have, have reached the end of the river, managed to get themselves out of it. And they get on the street. Yeah, I don't know. By the way, I don't know if my if my friend gets sucked into some paranormal slime at a, a raging river of it. I'm not sure if I just jump right in and cannonball after him. Oh uh, no, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, don't, I would be like, uh, bye. I'd be like, oh, Winston is dead. <laughs> exactly. This sucks. And I would just add. I would just add to the river of slime with my negative energy because right. I'd be so sad. You're, sen- but you're like, sending him away fast. Ain't no fucking way, dude. Think of okay, river of slime, uh, raging river of actual water. Friend falls in, starts floating away. Oh yeah. You don't, you don't jump into the river to save him. You fucking try to go downstream and grab like a stick or something, right? Because <laughs> you jump in, you're all dead, right? Then you're just gonna cr- your your Stupid. bodies are gonna crash into yeah. each other and float. Yes. Your your yes. your dead head is gonna land on his ass, and you're gonna float yeah. down the river together, dead like that. And they're like, "Oh, but look. they're crazy from the slime, I guess." I don't fucking know. But they are crazy from the slime because they come out of the river of slime. Oh yeah, the, all rig- hot, the river hot and bothered. Uh, Psychomagnetic negative slime, and they come out, and they're ready to fucking kill each other. But one of them, I forget who, Egon, Winston, Ray, realizes that they're this negative because they're covered in this negative slime. Yeah. And they take their coveralls off, and I take issue here because uh, there are still... Pretty much partially covered in the uh, negative slime. Yeah, like they're like still you, like wet with it. Like, how much do you need how does the or slime not need? Work because yeah. you had your little suits on, yeah. and you just took off, and now so the slime never touched most of your just your head yeah. and hands. Your brain is still covered in negative slime. I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not sure how, but how I guess it was works. enough. They took enough off that uh, it's sort of like the they way Spider-Man's feet and hands work. Like, you put the costume on him, he can still climb buildings. Oh, yeah, right. But why? But uh, why? Because he can. <laughs> because, yeah. Shut up, that's yeah, why. <laughs> yeah, his little Velcro finger thingies uh, come out of his suit. Don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> but it definitely, it looks like he's wearing boots or something. Sh- shut up. Uh, why can Spider-Man <laughs> climb walls with shoes on? Um, I. This Dip is a it. good... Shut. If you ever ask me this again, I will fucking kill you. Yeah. But he's wearing boots. I don't uh I don't understand why Spider-Man What's the technology in those boots? This wall. Yes. It's so and he Can literally does. Boots? He wear he climbs walls fully clothed. Be like, "Oh, Spider-Man was about to go sledding." Right. But instead he climbed this wall with uh gloves and snow boots and coveralls on. But it's this how uh, but you literally showed us his power worked by uh, little claw things coming out of his fingertips. <laughs> and he's wearing gloves and uh, boots. Thick ones. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, thick ones. You're going to like the way you look. <laughs> uh, 
It's fucking stupid, is all I'm saying. Sorry. Point taken. Sorry, sorry to go off on Overruled. that uh, Spider-Man tangent. Or sustained. So they go, after getting this slime shit off of them, they go into the restaurant where Peter and Dana are having a nice meal, and they're freaking the fuck out. Right. And Peter says, you're scaring the straights, which is a good line, once yes. again. Even if this movie misses, I gotta say, still very enjoyable. You're scaring the straights. Love it. And then Dan Aykroyd, in a flings some slime on a lady sitting across the way and you're yeah. like all right all right that doesn't it clearly it looked like i also have a problem not to bust two movies in one movie but when you know when they get they fall underground during the earthquake in ghostbusters one? Oh yeah uh-huh and then they're crawling out of the ground <laughs> right the first hand that comes out of the ground clearly just drops a handful of like dirt and whatever else and it's like that's the dumbest fucking thing (laughs) and also when the street comes up and like the first chunk of the street comes up in the earthquake it goes boing boing boing." (laughs) yeah like it like clearly like rubber the machine it's on was like like the hot <laughs> yep, this is where it ends. <laughs> yep. Like it's sort of maybe still trying, but this is this is the end of it. That's how okay. earthquakes work when, <laughs> yes, when it the is. ground rips apart. <laughs> Almost um, by hydraulic machinery. Uh yeah. Scaring the streets, Dan Aykroyd flings some slime to some lady's face. They are arrested, but rather than being taken to jail, they're taken to the mayor's office, I believe. Uh, cut to Peter's apartment. Lewis and Janine are about to fuck. Oh, they are buddy. dry humping on the couch. Yes. Um, cut back to the mayor's office. There's They are telling the mayor there's a psychomagnetic slime flow of epic proportions. And it's all negative energy. And they say a bunch of other things that sound yes. very crazy. And they say, do you understand the amount of negative emotions that would cause to have this? Right. And rather than the mayor helping them, uh, Kurt Fuller, our boy Ooh. from earlier, the slimy guy, has them committed. <coughs> things in the loony bin, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Same That's a trope bin. you can't get away with oh, anymore. You can't buddy. take people to the loony bin anymore. No. You Mental cannot. health is a serious issue. Yes. Uh didn't used to be taken quite that seriously. Very and when you think about a given time frame, I mean this was nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. It didn't you could take somebody to the loony bin. I mean we did Batman <laughs> Forever last week. Yeah. And that was ninety three. Uh, yes. And the end of the movie is... But there's Arkham Asylum, so that's kind of Arkham Asylum is, yeah, is a whole thing. Right, that's what I'm saying. But also, the end of Batman Forever, I don't want to get into again, because... <laughs> Just listen to the last It doesn't episode. make any goddamn sense. All right. Yes, they're committed. Com- they're committed. Hello, you're committed to this asylum. Um... Cut to uh, the painting of Vigo and Janos talking to Vigo. Janos was like, what's up? 
<laughs> and he goes like, "Bring me the child. I am the scourge of Carpathia. Oh, hey, the murderer can I interrupt for one moment? Yes, you can mur- interrupt S- at any spe- moment. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, speaking of strange brew, do you know that the guy, so uh, Vigo, was dubbed over by Max von Sydow? That it sounds like Max von Sydow. Yep. It totally. <laughs> I that is fucking crazy to me. Because and the guy did it not know. Fully sounds like Max von Sydow. And that's who it is. The scourge of Moldavia, that weird fucking not Eastern European but like Swedish, that Nordic accent. Yep. The scourge of Moldavia. Oh fuck! That is sweet. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And the guy. It, it's what exact? I was like, is that? I was like, did they shave Max von Sydow for this? And then at that point, you're like, clearly no. This is a weird-looking dude. Right. Max von Sydow, mustache, bro, <laughs> strange brew. It's yep. fine. He, the guy that played, so the guy that played uh, Vigo did not know that he was overdubbed until he saw the movie and was pissed. Oh, I have no doubt because he's never been in anything before since. <laughs> I'm sure he has been in some things, but he's he was in Ally McBeal too. What? No. <laughs> oh, I also thought you were saying there was a sequel to Ally McBeal, and I was like, that doesn't make sense because it was a TV show. Ally McBeal too. <laughs> Ally McBeal goes to Carpathia. <laughs> yeah, the scourge of Moldavia. Dude, that is fucking sweet. Because no joke, every time I watch this. Since I've known what Max von Sydow sounds like, yeah, I have thought it sounded like Max von Sydow. Yeah, it's it's I I would never guess I never uh, would have guessed that, and I had not. I would have never not that. guessed it, except for assuming that the dude did his own voice. Right. There you go. And he had no idea. Can you imagine being like, "This is my movie," telling all your friends, and then you go there, like, like let's say you're st- you're like, you have a role in a movie. And they're like, hey, everyone, I'm in this, in this movie. And everyone goes to the theater. And then it's like you're seeing in, in your voice like, hello, governor. Like, <laughs> yes. And everyone's, everyone's oh, like, uh, man. <laughs> everyone starts laughing. But it was somebody like with a, like it was Charlie Day, like a super, like a famous person yes. doing my voice. <laughs> yes. Where it was like a recognizable voice. It clearly not yours. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I can't fucking imagine. That would be devastating. <laughs> be like, Charlie Day found murdered by by Midwestern oh, man. Gilbert God Gilbert Godfrey does it. <laughs> Affleck. Mm. No, I'm yeah. That would suck. But also weird looking dude. Sorry, bro. <laughs> okay. Now we're remember that the movie opens with the baby buggy being careening off on its own. Yep. But this is where it like gets specific to Vigo telling Janos to bring him Dana's child. Yes. And then Janos is like, "Could I have He's this like, okay, woman?" Okay, but me likey the lady. I talk oh, with okay. the weird accent. Uh, yes. Hello. Ah. Uh, my name is Baki Batakamu. <laughs> um, and then Vigo's, and in a very, oh, see, Max Fonts, 
it, wife to you, mother to me. Yeah, that's not even a good Max von. That's pretty. Album. It's it's in the it's in the but it's, it's in the like, neighborhood. Wife to you, mother to me. A mouse in the bottle, and now you're. <laughs> <laughs> what are you we doing? <laughs> We're just both doing like, oh yes, hello. This is how someone with a good voice sounds, Max von Sydow. We had a. I said some weird shit about Max von Sydow during the Fly podcast back he, in the day. He comes up a I lot. I don't even fucking know what I said. He comes up a lot in this podcast. Yeah, he does. That's why we're all covered in cum. <laughs> oh, uh, got it. Good joke. <laughs> yeah, that was worth yeah. telling. Mm. It, <laughs> well, though, guess guess what, Alex? People listen because I say horrible shit. It's true. It's the main <laughs> feature of the podcast, really. <laughs> I was have, uh, yeah. Anyway, now a demon version of mm, Janos is going to get. Oscar, because uh, he was being babysat by Lewis and Janine, been there. put to bed, and now Dana has come home from her day with Pete, because Pete is now committed and in, uh, in an asylum. Right. Dana is home, and Janine informs Dana that she fed the baby pizza bread, and they just went right to bed, even though they were clearly about to fuck even lewis's belt is undone yep way to go lewis by the way he's well, pulling it god damn little motherfuckers pulling some sweet poo nanny <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah danny goes back to oscar's room the windows are open and oscar is out walking on that motherfucking ledge in the maybe the poorest uh, CGI scene, or not CGI, special effects scene of the movie, him standing at the edge, you yes. were fully under the impression that he can't stand. Also, uh, like, yes. Why so, don't they have him crawling at the edge? <laughs> standing, it looks. Stupid. He's standing so unnaturally. Yeah, just like his legs are like half bent. Yes. And I don't know. He's probably like a two-year-old baby, or yeah, mm. tops. Yeah, that seems high. Yeah, year and a half. Little guy, and he's it's just standing there, just not even, just completely still, just standing there. Mm-hmm. There's obviously some, yeah, there's some green screen or some something behind him holding him up. It looks dumb. Yes. They should have put a real baby there and endangered his life. Fuck yes, cry for real, bitch. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Babies can't act. <laughs> well, see, when they don't have to do anything upsetting, I don't. That's fine. Yeah, and they use twins, and one of them kills themselves, and the other one yeah. doesn't, and it's fine. And you're like, "That's what we wanted to happen." <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh. <laughs> there could be only one. <laughs> oh. There can be only one Oscar. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a stupid name. <laughs> Oh, I know there's right. an Oscar Highlander scenario happening <laughs> yes. in real life. It's mm. terrible. So yeah, he's out on the ledge. Dana is now crawling out on the ledge. Also, Dana yells for Lewis very specifically, and Lewis wasn't even the one she hired to babysit. She hired Janine, Annie Potts, Annie Sex Potts to babysit. Annie, Annie in quotes, Sex Potts. Mm-hmm. Indeed. 
Designing woman herself. But when, uh, God damn it, I got a fucking mustache hair in my mouth, Alex. That's the worst. That is the real number one hazard of having a mustache. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway. She hired Janine to babysit. Yes. But when Oscar is out on the ledge, where I clearly, what do you think, Lewis? You were already in one movie with Lewis, Dana. Let's not forget Lewis turned into a dog and is <laughs> half a Momo anyways. <laughs> like, he's not he, somebody you want to call this on for Momo help. shit. Don't even. Oh, yeah. It's all made worse by people thinking it's really a thing. And I then you ever think it was really a thing? People are oh now it is really a thing. I think because people thought it was a thing. That's how th- shit works now. You think something is a thing, <laughs> and, and then it is itself. because just enough people were like, "Yep, it was." I was like, "Oh, this is why I'm autistic because I got vaccinated." Bing bang boom, <laughs> gabagool. Uh. Anyway, yeah. Uh. The baby's on the ledge. Dana's on the ledge. She yells for Lewis and not for Janine, who Janine is actually the one she hired to babysit. And she's like, Lewis! Lewis! And then Lewis comes. He looks out the window, sees Dana crawling on the ledge and the baby on the ledge. And he just turns to Janine and says, Call 911! Yeah. He doesn't help any more than Janine would have at all. The 80s were sexist. We get it. We don't. We do get it. We see it right <laughs> we there. We get it. <laughs> They're also kind of racist. Yeah. Um, Yanosh. Yeah. And, uh, so as the baby is standing on the edge of that fucking building, uh, Yanosh shows up, but not in the way you expect. He is a ghost witch with a cape and he a is baby a buggy. Ghost <laughs> nanny. Mm. Yeah. With a baby buggy flying through the air. With an outstretched arm and a yes. giant hand that grabs Almost like in a Oscar. 3D movie way where the hand's coming right yes. out at you. Not bad. The special effects are pretty good. It was all right. It, it's also very obviously him to like where you're like, wouldn't you, if you had this capability, Vigo, I feel like you would not make it look exactly like a person she thought it would look like. I mean, but that would make sense. It would. And also, we, you know, our job, this is our job. Correct. Janos grabs him as a ghost witch. Was my note. And the, uh, yeah, the Ghostbusters are talking to Bill Murray's brother. Brian Doyle Murray. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he's playing the doctor, I yeah. guess. Psychologist, psychiatrist, psychiatrist at yeah. the asylum. Yeah. But Dana is on her way to the museum because she saw Janos fly away with her child. Sure. And as you would, as a loving mother, try to go find your kid. In Manhattan. For real. When it's stolen by a flying ghost. Well, you person, you real. I think she knew at this point that the flowing, that the river of slime, ended at her museum, the art museum. Yeah. So, she gets to the museum, and Oscar is on an altar at the museum. Uh, in the middle of it, 
surrounded by candles that Janos has set up mm-hmm. because Oscar is going to become Vigo. Right. That's the plan. Oscar will become Vigo and Janos is hoping that Dana will be his wife and they can raise Vigo together. So Vigo becomes a baby? Yeah, for yeah, that's the plan. Which is real stupid because he also possesses Ray not long after this. Hold on. We're so, getting So Vigo, this big badass guy, is like, Yeah, I'm coming back. Yeah. Well, he wants to be a person, I guess. It doesn't make sense. I know, but they but they admit for no reason they didn't have to say that it was like, Oh, he's I'm gonna come back and you be the mom and dad and I'm the baby, basically. And it's like how about he just comes back and he's him? Especially because what, so, he, so especially then, considering he actually does that twice. Right. So, <laughs> when, so what? So Vigo would baby. win and be like, and now I'm gonna meet a baby and I'll see you when I'm an adult in twenty years. Yeah, so his goal is to become a fucking stupid ass baby again. Right. Yes. <laughs> Just be an idiot for a eighteen years. If not longer. If not longer. What if he was raised? I'm like, if, what if they raised, like, what? Does he have the consciousness of Vigo throughout? Yeah, he's like, ah, he's like an angry, yeah. like. Maybe this explains Stewie from Family Guy. I was you know? just about to say. <laughs> yeah. That, that was possessed. exactly what I was this about to say. This is why, in the fact, the most, I have not, I generally don't watch Family Guy anymore. But in the most recent one I watched, he was like, the twist is going to be that everyone can understand me. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. Yep. But no one acts like they don't understand Brian. And Brian is a fucking dog. They've been making fun of that more lately. Yes. Like they know that it's all bullshit. And- right. But Stewie is like, whatever he says, no one acknowledges it. Right. Except for Brian. And then... So that would, but lately you'd be like, if everyone understands, if everyone understands me, (laughs) that was not a good Stewie. Not bad. It wasn't good. So Vigo would basically be Stewie, the scourge of Carpathia. Like, dude, I'm trying to change your fucking diapers, bro. Right. (laughs) What a dumb idea. (laughs) It is. Also, considering he takes over Ray later right he also almost yeah he almost has the baby taking over all right we're we're speeding through this we're doing a great uh, we're fucking good job. we gotta keep moving we are I keeping gotta, moving god damn it don't don't yell at me we have a we have a hard deadline we have to end this in five yes. minutes yeah covered yeah oscar's on an altar at the museum surrounded by candles the museum is simultaneously getting covered with slime there is a ghost montage somewhere around this point. Very, very, very similar to the first oh, movie. Yes. To where like, oh, you could a lady's mink coat comes alive. But, also no, the, the ghosts are in no way with the exception of the jogger. The jogger's a real jogger is a ghost. Yeah. But like the property loss at the fucking jewelry store or whatever, the crystal store. Uh, yeah, that was a weird <laughs> I and when that scene popped up, my brain was it. I remembered, like, this is stupid. What, what yes. is, what's happening? 
they're in a jewelry store and a whole bunch of crystals or diamonds or whatever floating and they shoot a laser beam through all of them and then they all drop and they all look around at each other. Yeah, they got rid of the ghosts and destroyed all the shit. Again, Good. where does getting a ghost outweigh all the damage that's going to be done to your property? And if you can't see the ghosts, maybe just grab the things. I don't. I don't know what was supposed you know, to be happening in that yes, scene. Yes. Was there more to it? No. Or well, maybe. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. I, it, but maybe. it made no sense because it also seemed like they really were like going for the effect shot in that. Yeah. Like there must have been more to it. I hope so because it made no. Because they used like the the future lasers. Like, That's a blue lightning turned into yeah. a laser right there. Mm-hmm. Is what that was. Yeah. And there's a whole, there's a real ghost montage. And also, like, the fucking giant ghost coming through. Yes. The Titanic shows up at the harbor. Cheech is there. He's like, oh, better late than never. He's like, oh, Cheech are wrong. (laughs) He's like, wait a minute, Cheech are wrong. Literally, Cheech, finally. Cheech are wrong himself. Yeah. (laughs) Cheech are wrong and Chong are wrong. That's that should be the name name of our show. He shows up uh, like three times, yeah, but keep, only in montages. And, and him always going, <laughs> what? Jaw agape. What? <laughs> yeah. Good job, Cheech. Oh Good man, stunt casting and Ghostbusters too. There. Uh, at some point, somebody says, "Look at the sky. Have you ever seen anything like this before?" And the mayor looks up, and doesn't say it actually, which I was surprised by. So have you ever seen anything like this before? And you would have assumed the go-to would be like, yep, five years ago. Also, they don't, the fucking degree to which they push that this movie is a sequel is so obnoxious. Uh, Yes, the Ghostbusters logo. The the ghost with the circle and the cross through it has been updated to holding out two fingers, the number two, yeah. the peace sign. They changed the logo on their building, on all their clothes. They Why? got a neon sign on Ecto-1, yep. which is now Ecto-2, that says, we're back. <laughs> it's so fucking... It annoys this me is, as a this kid. Is prob- this is I what... Know, I know that. This is where this movie fails. We Neither of us disliked it. No, uh-uh. we both liked watching it. I enjoyed this because we love these dudes for one thing. Yes, so that's like true. whether or not this movie was good or bad, it's hard to get mad at. It's Harold fun Ramis to see Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, fucking, and Dan Aykroyd. Yes, Ernie Hudson, Annie Potts, <laughs> Rick Moranis. Yep. What's the Sigourney guy's name? Weaver. What's the other guy's name? Rich Fuller. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Fuller is the guy from Drunk History. <laughs> Rich Fulcher. Rich Fulcher. This is uh, what was his Scott name? Fuller. Fuller. Raymond Fuller. Raymond Fuller. Uh, Raymond Fullerton. No, no, no. It's Fuller. Scott Fuller. Scott Fuller? Rich Fuller. Is it Rich? Fuller. No, it's definitely Fuller. Fuller. First name starts the K. Ends with Ert. Kurt. Kurt Fuller. <laughs> uh, Kurt's Fuller of my dick right now. Oh. oh, Gabagool. Yes, but the blatantness of the sequelness of this movie is... Yeah, they made a real point. Oh. For some, I mean, in, I don't know why, but... 
We get it. Part two. Yes. Gross. Yeah. Uh, the mayor uh, wants the Ghostbusters, and Mr. Fuller informs him that he has had the Ghostbusters committed. To the loony bin. Much like movie number one, he is fired. Yes, instantly. Get me the Ghostbusters. Yes. I got to have those busters. Busting makes me feel good. Busting makes me feel good. <laughs> Dumbest line in music history? No. I mean. There's just given this movie. It's not. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> they had a baby taking the baby down to the museum. And then they were like, what? This baby will save us from the ghost. It's the most. Eat some toast. It's a baby at a museum. That's exactly Now you're freestyle singing. Yes. Man, you are I'm man, a million ta- poor at both of those things. Uh, they're released, though, because the mayor is like, give me the Ghostbusters. I got to have them Boston ghosts. <laughs> Boston makes me feel good. Uh, while they're on their way, Janos explains to Dana that she could be his wife and they could raise Vigo together. It's like, and together we could rule the world, Vigo and you and me. Mostly Vigo. <laughs> Have you seen Family Guy? It yes. will help explain what yes. will be happening. Uh, there's many perks in being the mother of a living god. What? What? Uh, and the Ghostbusters show up at the museum, which is now covered in slime. Encased that's, in that's slime. Thick hard encasing of slime yep. that they cannot bust through because it's powered by the negative energy of New, of York. New York City. Because they get there and they fucking zap that shit with their proton packs, which at a certain point you're like, what do the proton packs do? Yeah. They they kind of just do whatever with, with they the decide. Ghosts, with the ghosts... They, they catch. They're the led to believe that it, like a, it, the energy will kind of wrap around. It's like around. a lasso. Yes. It's like a ghost lasso. Right. So you're capturing a, a thing uh, as it goes on, but just shooting it at a. Also, these things you can't aim these fucking things. No, they made they right. They, it's just they're like, wild energy. Yeah. They're nuclear powered. They're like probably they radiating five thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> That's a funny line too. That's another great line. Yes, I believe he says that in the first one, but my I may be wrong. Also, I should say also, because he does say they have their half life is five thousand years. Right, Egon says, Egon got some good shit in this one. All right, yeah. So the three of them is is Winston there? I yes, believe Winston he is. is there. Winston it's all of them. Even Lewis is there at this point, but he doesn't have his ghost-busting uniform on yet. No. Which they had made for him for fun, I guess. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, why does that... Who had that made? Did Janine have that made for him? Maybe she did. Maybe she's like, let's role-play and get weird because yeah. we're led to believe that she, you she's know what very I really sexually... Want, you know what uh, I really want to fuck? Egon. <laughs> but he ain't doing it. So, uh... I got a squirrely little Adjust some glasses, little fella. I want them thick lips on this puss right here. 
I, uh, I, I got to <laughs> imagine there is a Ghostbusters parody porn out there. We are. We discussed this already. There's, I know, Toll, but not on the podcast. No, I know, but there's new Ghostbusters porn without question. And I don't know this for a fact, but I would say on a yearly basis, yeah. at least. It probably yeah. has never stopped being yeah. made. Yeah. Busted makes me feel good. <laughs> and that's the name of half of them. So they know uh, the river is filled with negative energy and they see the museum encased in a crust of slime of negative energy and they would say, oh, it would take a massive amount of positive energy to break this case of slime, this encased slime museum. We need a symbol something good and they're looking at the uh new york license plate that has the statue of liberty on it oh hey gabagool Morrow. so guess what they do uh we see briefly we saw briefly earlier egon developing these things we didn't know what they were some sort of gun ah it was a gun to shoot slime why why do we need this? Got to weaponize the slime. Well, just in case, we got to encase the fucking innards of the Statue of Liberty in With slime. positively charged slime. Not yet. The oh, Statue right. of Liberty slime. makes right. the slime you're positively right. charged because she walks the streets. They play. No, of no, New they, York. They, they 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 fill. So they fill the inside of the Statue of Liberty up with slime. <laughs> they go. Uh, <laughs> they <laughs> they fill they fill her up. Uh, they go in the top into her head. They're looking out the front of her crown. They put a Nintendo joystick down, and then they pull out their tape player, oh, hooked into a up, megaphone, though. and play "Your Love Is Taking Me Higher" once again. Your love, Your love keeps lifting me higher than I've ever been lifted before. Which that song, I guess, is the positive vibe song because it fills all that slime with positive energy, Brody Stevens style. <laughs> Yeah, Brody Stevens. R.I.P. Bro. Um, Positive energy. We get not blue lightning, but some definite '80s lightning. Yep. As that song is playing, the magic is <laughs> happening. <laughs> the fucking Statue of Liberty comes to life. Uh, meanwhile, Lewis is taking a bus to get to the museum in his new Ghostbusters outfit. That came from. He's wearing earmuffs. It's very funny. Uh, hilarious. I love that motherfucking Rick Moranis. Vigo is becoming the baby inside of the museum. He is the baby is on that altar still. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Dana is caged out. Meanwhile, Vigo's face is being superimposed on the baby's face, and you are led to believe. Oh boy. Vigo is the becoming transformation. A baby. He's becoming baby. Janos is very excited. Yeah. Dana is very upset. But Dana tells Janos she she will hook up with him or whatever, and he lets her in. And she grabs the baby from getting caught yep. by Vigo. Not being caught, becoming melding Vigo. Yes. whatever was happening. Meanwhile, the uh the Ghostbusters are walking down the street. The streets of New York on New Year's Eve. In yeah, you the, forget it's New Year's Eve this all takes place In the on. actual Statue of Liberty. Yeah. 
bringing positive vibes wherever they go. <laughs> so this also so the, the slime brings consciousness to the Statue of Liberty. The slime, but they also say the slime doesn't work. Like the slime is breaking. Why isn't the slime hard from positiveness? <laughs> This, there's no rules for this slime at all. No. The slime brings conscious living energy and can be manipulated to be positive or negative very easily. Yes. But, yeah. But, but not so much. But also not. Or, but only when. Only when it applied affects, to a, yeah. a statue or a human. You know, slime. <laughs> um. So they have they have brought all this positive energy to New York City. They get to the Museum of Arts. They instruct the Statue of Liberty via a Nintendo controller to break the glass ceiling of this museum. Yeah. Then, because they thought about it beforehand, rappel in. <laughs> they brought their ropes. They're repelling ropes. Right. Because they knew Even that was the There's plan. no way that could technically work in any way. But okay. Also, the Statue of Liberty. It makes for a good scene. It does. It makes for the a Statue good scene. The Statue of Liberty also, given the dimensions of the museum versus the Statue of Liberty, where the Statue of Liberty hits the museum. Right. Given that that was definitely in the middle of the museum, the Statue of Liberty hits it on like the right side. <laughs> yes. Also, yeah, the Statue of Liberty has stepped on a cop car. Is a big metal thing that gets to come to life. Crush the crushing cop cars and, like their beer cans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now the Ghostbusters are in. Vigo is seemingly defeated, not defeated on the ropes. Uh, he is on the ropes. Uh <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Vigo has disappeared from the painting. <laughs> God damn, Alex. I need to inhale. I really I'm sorry. But I got You better be I inhale <laughs> and exhale. Home stretch. Final inning. We said that the Statue of Liberty broke through the ceiling glass they repelled in. Vigo disappears from the painting of Vigo. So we think, oh, shit's over. He's been defeated. Yeah. They hose Janos with slime, but it's positive slime. Yes. Because Dana says, is he dead? Nope. And Dan Aykroyd says, Ray says, nope. He's going to wake up feeling like a million bucks because that's positively charged slime. Positively charged gabagoo. Hey, Marone. (laughs) Pete has grabbed the baby. And you think they've won, but then Dana is wrapped up in some like fucking tube ducts. Yeah, yeah. kind of drop down, wrapped some like up. plastic tubing. Yeah, and then Vigo appears, like physically, actual yeah. Vigo. Why didn't you do this when you were more yeah, he powerful? Just, yeah, you he just dumbass. steps into the room. All of a sudden, he's like there. Mm-hmm. They blast him with the proton packs. Yep. And he, almost exactly like movie number one, blasts them back. 
with like a return shot, right? And return they're all right back. fully knocks them all incapacitated. They can't move. They, they have. They literally are saying they can't move. Right. Yes. And they're laying there on the ground, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" They're covered in like a, yeah. a form of like red and blue fuzzy lightning. And Vigo, lightning. yes, Vigo gets a hold of the baby, and you're like, oh, shit. And there's more uh, face transformation shit going on here. Yep. Where you're like, oh, Oscar is about to become Vigo, and you're like, oh, shit. Meanwhile, uh, as Vigo is holding the baby, they're incapacitated, Vankman is talking shit to Vigo. Yes, classic Bill Murray like style. Like it's nobody's business. Just talking shit. And you're also like, what is the goal of this? And did he did he reach the goal or did the goal just reach itself? Because outside, right. Cuz they're zapped again to be incapacitated. Yeah. While that's happening. It's like uh not so much out of the fingertips like in the first movie, but it's just like and they're all like, like right. blasted back. pink and purple and whatever else. They are re-incapacitated in very much pain. And Vigo looks at the baby and says, now to become one. Now to become one with me and my mouse in a bottle. <laughs> yes. Um, And they're all in a lot of pain. But what the hell? Vigo is in pain because outside. What is happening? Oh, dear God. It's fucking New Year's Eve. Right. 1989. And everybody is singing Old Lang Syne outside of the museum. And that is positive vibes like a motherfucker. May old relations be forgotten. If if, if people get together and sing, it's magical power, just like in Elf. When they sing Christmas songs and it rejuices up. The Actually, I'm going to say this. Say it, Toll. <laughs> I think a whole bunch of people getting together and singing is magical. You know what? I agree with that. I love it. It's weird. It is weird. And I'm not, at a concert, I'm not eager to participate, but then when you do, you're like, this is weird. Yeah. Everyone's you're like, you're weird, but it feels all, real all good. your brains are locked in. We're a bunch of fucking ants. Shit. Yes. It's, that is wild shit. A bunch of weird ass ants that withdraw on your honor. Feel good when we sing together. Yep. Never brought to my. You ever heard, uh, oh man, Raul Julia? That's not what I'm thinking of. Lou Rawls, Old Lang Sign. Oh, he's got a couple versions. It's so fucking good. I bet. I bet. I bet they are. Do you like Lou Rawls' Christmas album? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God damn. Oh, Christmas. not to mind. The, uh, remember uh, the random cousin in Family Matters? His uh, mom was one of Lou Rawls' backup singers in the show. Like, I don't think that was actually her kid. But the mom, there was like a, there was like a random aunt in the, Early Family Matters, and it was one of Lou Rawls' backup singers. Isn't that weird? That is weird. (laughs) Show business. It's fucking weird, dude. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But that, the old Lang sign is weakening Vigo. But he has gone back into the painting, but only as a head. As like a worse looking head. Yeah, he's getting all fucked up. And... 
they're ready to blast it with their proton packs. Sure, because what else are they going to do? And their pink slime. But Ray, earlier in the movie, I don't know if we mentioned this. Yeah, he got hypnotized. He's fully entranced by fucking Vigo. Well, he's fully entranced once again to a degree where his face also he whips around and turns he into is scary Vigo like face. this big pig, kind of like potato the potato, kind of like uh, the Twilight Zone. With dude, do you remember the Twilight Zone movie? Oh, that Dan oh. Aykroyd scene. I don't. When remember. he fought, he's like, "Do you want to see something really scary?" Man, we should watch that movie because that we movie, should. that movie, we fucking should. I need to that make should a be note. next. Yeah, I, I need write to make that a note. shit down. That movie, like terror. That that's a different level of Dude, scary. The opening scene is with Dan Aykroyd, and he is like, "Do you want to see something scary?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, show me." He's like, "Are you really sure you want to see something scary?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> just fucking show me." And then when he finally is like, "Ah!" You're like, "Oh, sweet." Fucking Jesus. When I was a kid, it ruined me. Oh, my God. And that whole bit. Dude, one of the most classic bits of bits. I don't. It's like when people call my stand-up comedy skits. (laughs) Slap you right in the face. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, John Lithgow on the plane with the gremlin. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mama Sita. Boy, I hope. I wonder if we can even find that fucking movie. Oh yes, you think so? Oh yes, you think you can? I guarantee it. I guarantee Video Warehouse has (laughs) it. Will it work? Hard to say. Because (laughs) fucking, (laughs) we we weren't gonna do Ghostbusters two, but I own it. And motherfucking uh, First Blood didn't work. Yeah, this was going to be First Blood. (laughs) I'm sorry. We'll get to that. We will. But, But I'm glad we watched this. Me too. Actually, this in is fact, a perfect movie to watch. Yeah. It's also a good fucking comeback from a couple of weird podcasts. Yeah, the last two podcasts, I did not like the movies at all. Uh-huh. Didn't even want to talk about them. But this, it's it's interesting how much <laughs> if I enjoy the movie, it's a different podcast. Or just hate it so much. There's a there's a hard there's a line indifferent. between it's, when you're indifferent. To the movie is just like I'd uh, rather hate it. Actually, it's when I'm indifferent. I'm where I'm just like. Ah. I just don't care about this at all anymore. Yeah. That's when yeah. it's tough. That's yes. the real that's the real ruiner right yes. there. Indifference, the real ruiner of life. Huh? Take that home, kids. What do you think about that? Uh that's actually the also fully the truth. I know. <laughs> We're just dropping knowledge <laughs> yeah. on this podcast. Well, read it at read it as you will. Uh indifference is that's the real ruiner of life. Try not to be indifferent. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. About, but yeah. Uh, Vigo is weakening because of the old Lang sign. He ends up back in the painting. They are all ready to shoot him with the proton packs. Ray's in the way. Ray is a fucking hypnotized, entranced, uh, uh, possessed, if you will, by Vigo. Turns around and holy shit, Ray is Vigo. And they're all going to wait to shoot. We're like, shoot! They're like, do it! Blast them! And they shoot the proton packs into the paintings, and they shoot the slime at Ray. Is that- like, what do they think? What are the proton packs doing just blasting into the They're pulling them into the painting. You know how yeah, that works. Yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, they should just destroy the painting, right? Yeah, probably. They destroy everything else they touch that isn't a ghost, but... 
okay. Yep. I mean, what kind of, what kind of technology is this? What are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, guys. And they already broke the slime outside of the museum, but as they're shooting the museum, uh, Lewis, our old boy Rick Moranis, is outside shooting the museum with his proton pack that he somehow has and is the fifth Ghostbuster yeah. for some reason. He's outside. He arrived on a bus that Slimer was driving. <laughs> and he's firing his proton pack at the museum. And all the positive vibes and them shooting Ray with positive slime juice has shattered the it, crust it, that they it had already broken. dry and shattered and just... And also, there's virtually no remnants of it around the museum. No, it all flew into outer space. Oh, right, right. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was an important part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The slime went to heaven. Yeah. And they win. Save the day. Saving the day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here. I'm going to give you a little song from Ghostbusters 1. Oh, please do. Yeah. Did that actually did that end up turning into a song? It is. He's also saying words. Oh, it's pretty erotic for a scene in the movie where that movie is pretty erotic. No, not. (laughs) I mean, not to be weird about the OG Ghostbusters, but there's a key master and a gatekeeper. And if you play it slow enough, you see Sigourney Weaver's nipple when she's being kidnapped by dog people. (laughs) I feel like I knew that. That's something a 13-year-old me would know. Oh, yes. Well, I was once told that Jessica Rabbit was naked for one frame. Oh, yeah, that's right. Isn't that, is that true? That is, no. Is it true that she was? Yeah. No. No. Also, it's a cartoon. Well, so, sure, but I mean, what? what I who was, cares? Yeah, I didn't care. And also, <laughs> I watched every scene with Jessica Rabbit in Who Framed Roger Rabbit to a degree where it was like, well, my dick's getting raw waiting for this. <laughs> and it's not happening. This is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Um, they win. Ghostbusters win. Ghostbusters win. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually basically right. The the painting is of the Ghostbusters now. They're all weirdly ripped in it. Right. Which, so it's an inaccurate painting, but they all look very handsome. Yeah. Egon is not wearing glasses. I think the baby is in it. The baby is in it. Where, is Dana in it? Yep. Is she? Yep. Okay. And uh, the end. They the fucking end. Won. Ghostbusters win the end. Ghostbusters are in the painting. The Statue of Liberty also <laughs> has been returned. In, yeah, ends up back. Perfectly intact. Even though you see all the rebar getting ripped out and shit when their foot comes up. Uh, the But don't worry. The Statue of Liberty is back and perfectly how, intact. Wait, so how... Okay, if these... If by putting the goo in the Statue of Liberty makes it become lifelike and you can control it with a Nintendo joystick, would you just keep it that way? 
Or how long does it last? But positive goo is. Can you less just hose good. it out? Get the yeah. get the get the garden hose out and just hose it inside of the statue. Alex, statue I've been Liberty in out. plenty of relationships, and I can tell you yeah, okay. that positive goo is less effective than negative goo. Yeah. That your field research. Gabago. <laughs> uh, no, I don't fucking know. Yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. The Statue of Liberty when they were they were focused on the base, and I was like, that makes don't show the Statue of Liberty because it should not be back perfectly intact. And then they pan up, and I was like, there she is. I was like, oh, there she is. Like uh, nothing ever happened. Yeah. For one, the whole infrastructure of the fucking Statue of Liberty would be destroyed. I feel like when she swings, when she would have swung her arm down and hit the building, her arms would have fallen off, Where and that would have been it. Where she still for quite a right. while. That was the position she was then in because they could repel off her flaming torch. Ghostbusters Two is not a good movie. Ah, come on! You love Bill Murray so much, you can't even fucking stand it. And I, I, and I tell you what, though, that is true. But also, uh, I love Harold this Ramis movie even more. Oh, uh, yes. And I, can't, also, I can't be mad at this movie. I, I really can, I can I be mad at Dan Aykroyd sometimes. Yes. But true. also, I have no reason to ever be mad at Ernie Hudson or Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Correct. Or Rick Moranis. Or Chris Fuller. <laughs> Kurt Fuller. <Steven. laughs> <laughs> the guy that was kind of sleazy in the first Wayne's world, but wasn't bad. In the tracksuit. Correct. He's going to time that a countdown. The windbreak. One, two, and five. Because that dude fucks his wife. Three. The long haired guy humped that dude's wife. Oh, they, that's right. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or he wants to fully. Fully. And may I say, your wife's a babe. Oh no! Was that Brian Doyle Murray? <clears throat> yes, it was. BDM. All right. <laughs> Childhood not ruined. No, I enjoyed this one. I feel good about it. We I wouldn't, I wouldn't the, mind seeing what it. What did again. we watch before Batman? Dude, I watched this movie. This movie was cheating because I've watched this so many times in my lifetime I, that I, yeah. even if I hadn't watched it for fifteen years, which I have. I have. Uh, I probably haven't really seen it in fifteen. Years. I I know it to a degree that is like, yikes! <laughs> I know Kurt Fuller's fucking name. Yeah, you, you know Kurt Fuller's phone number. You've seen this I movie do. so many times. <laughs> Save the day. Sing the beginning of the. My prerogative guy's song. Oh. Sweet Baby James. <laughs> Sweet Baby James? <laughs> What's his name? Bobby Brown? Oh, that's what I meant. Sweet Bobby Brown? <laughs> Sweet Bobby Brown. Sweet Baby James. Too hot to handle, too cold to he hold. He had two songs in this movie. You call the Ghostbusters? Yes. And the second one was, was an explainer song. Too hot. I guess we're gonna have to take control. Take control. Oh, I say. I always say reconcile. <laughs> Where? <laughs> does he say take control? Do you know this? I guess we're gonna have to 
Reconcile. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Because fucking Dana and Pete are making up, bro. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, nah, oh, nah, 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 nah. Hold on, what, what is the name of that song? I you guess take control, there right? was a ghost on your apartment ledge. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> then there was a witch also at the edge. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. I guess you drove the Statue of Liberty downtown. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Well, I guess we're going to have to take control. Oh, it wasn't called, I guess we're going to have reconcile. to make a toaster dance. It's called On Our Own. <laughs> oh. <laughs> too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They're called the Ghostbusters, and they're in control. <laughs> Had them throwing a party for a bunch of children. While all the while, the slime was under the building. Oh, my. So they packed God. up their group, got a grip. <laughs> Came equipped, grabbed the proton packs off their back, and they split. Found out about Vigo, the master of evil. Try to battle my boys. That's not legal. Oh, my God. That's embarrassing. It was. I just sang that song. Oh, my God. Wow. That shit, that really is... Uh... Man, I fucking loved that song when it came out too. I bought the cassette single of that song. It was a it was a it was a hot jam in 1989. Well, you know, take that, take I stick that, that in your pipe and smoke it. Why don't? Uh, uh, <laughs> don't uh, sting that Ghostbusters song. Again. Uh, the taking a shit song. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, childhood not ruined. I knew exactly what it motherfucking was, bro. <laughs> All right. I feel good. Nobody <laughs> does it better. They can come closer than close. Yeah. All right. This is Ben. Let's ruin All our right. childhood. Oh, and no no post. Oh, we did it. We already had it. All right. It has been. Let's ruin our childhood. Hey, what's your name? I'm Alex Carter. I'm Tom McGrain. Hey, we'll see you next time. Bustin' makes me feel good, okay? Mm, Bustin' makes me feel good. Bye. 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 Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They called the Ghostbusters and they're in control. Had a throwing party for a bunch of children. Well, all the while, the slime was under the building. So they packed up, they grew, got a grip, came equipped, grabbed their proton packs on the back, and they split. Found out about me. Me, you're gonna be winning if they want